We in the Mecca of New York. It's D-Block, it's Dipset. Right. Turn the Why words on. Why don't know the words? Yo, Tech, let's make something happen. New York. Hot it's that time, motherfuckers. These niggas don't run like us. All crazes, all burners, all raises. Hand down, nigga, the game is all jaded. Anything drop, I cop in all flavors. He's a dick, you pussy, y'all neighbors. <laughs> Hold on. We ain't playing with, this is New York. This what these niggas want, right? Oh, shit. I don't do Instagram. Two I don't do Twitter. I don't do none of that shit. Let's go, Tech. This what I do, nigga. Hey, one move, one thing, one move, and that shit don't change the sir. Real niggas do real fucking things. Real niggas do. Hey, there's only one code, one thing, one move, and that shit don't change. And the sir, real niggas do real fucking things. Alright, I'ma keep it general just like the army. Most real niggas know most niggas phony. Your shadow got your back, huh? Just like your homie. That's why shady niggas will harm thee. Just act Caesar. Brutus got him and caught him before his last breather. If they don't make you believe us, then you'll learn. Honesty is a quality that will burn, but it's cool. And trust is a quality you will earn. You a fool if you take you learn. Imitating imitation and they calling it cool I know a little bit, but go ahead and call me a fool While you sprinkle sugar on shit and you calling it food See, I'm just trying to groove And you standing on the wall with your hands on your balls Making crab claws move Trying to bonk at a dog, but I don't bonk I just fall back till you think you winning But you lost in the beginning Ayy. One cool, one thing one move and that shit don't change the sir Real niggas do real fucking things Real niggas do I felt, boy, like I want to work out since I got on that bitch because motherfuckers working out perfectly tanned up, doing all all the, you know. I'm dark, nigga. I ain't no perfectly tanned. This is the best you gonna get. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, on Miami Beach. I ain't no tan over here, my brother. Like, bro, shit. Dark skin brothers that was out there working out, right. they didn't need a tan. They just look like chocolate all, just, just, yeah. just, just, just uh, getting it in. It's dark and burnt toast, nigga. <laughs> Those are your options. <laughs> like. Truthfully, dog, I would live in Miami, son. Like, it remind me of LA, but a Southern LA type shit. I would live all the pretentiousness. Oh, I wouldn't live it either. I think that's one of the more like visiting cities. I might like, tell you. I can't. Yeah. I wouldn't have like down here. Cost of living. I, I wouldn't stay down here. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if I had the money, I live. But I'm saying because, like, as an actor, most times, like most <laughs> actors that you meet, uh, when they get when they finally visit LA. They were like, oh my God, I gotta move to LA. I love LA so much. Something about LA touched my soul. And I was expecting to have that too. Uh -huh. Yeah, and it was like, this is cool. I live, I'll I, I kick in LA. I do a little stint. But something about Miami, I think because it's the South versus the West Coast, something about it felt like LA, but still felt a bit more familiar and made me go, you know what? I see why people come and retire here. Because you know what I mean? That's what the people do. Because Miami's fast and beautiful. You know and good looking, like everything about me. Like I say, all the things that people like about LA, LA, LA the beautiful people, the beautiful weather, you know what I'm saying? But without the pretentiousness. Yeah, straight pop. Yeah, they give me like Cuba Straight 80s. Slate. Slate. 80s. Slate. Slate. Alright, um, let's make sure to see this podcast episode. Who knows? Oh, thanks for about me. Look it up, though.
But yeah, dog, Pablo Escobar. Y'all almost all loved it, damn, bro. Y'all almost got, that's, that, us, that, bro. That's, that, that's that cocaine. That's that narco money. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what episode we stopped at, dog. We mm-hmm. got to like one thirty something. I want to say. Nigga bro, said like that Mi- Miami on Memorial Day weekend. Well, uh, they make over millions of dollars. Our numbers ain't real as far as episode numbers. Like the real amount of episodes I have a podcast is three hundred and twenty-five. Ah, uh, you feel me? But oh, I forgot you got this shit split into like different different shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like reviewing that we got 123 Wait, episodes. What are we reviewing? I mean, that's that's just as we review shows, man. <laughs> and then, Wait, which one am I on? You on Flower Bats, dude? Oh, all right, right. <laughs> Flower yeah, Bats. I, well, I gotta know, man. But even but even with 100, we're on 120. But that's not even right because we should do two episodes per episode. Yeah. So yeah. it's like for the longest we'll be like episode 119 side hey, A oh yeah, I do side remember B. That, yeah. So that's really like doubled but like I said it's weird to know how many numbers. At one point I said okay fuck this side A side B shit cause it's confusing me. We're going straight. So whenever we decided that but I don't know how many episodes it is for each show. Well technically. Now. We ain't well, we could be. <laughs> but this podcast shit sound like one thing though like Are we recording or like? Yeah we recording. <laughs> oh alright. I know what's going on. <laughs> yeah man. Uh, this is usually a preamble before we get to the real shit, dog. But, like, one thing about this podcast and shit that, like, I used to love it because I don't know, it felt like it was in its own lane. And nowadays it's getting so oversaturated. Yeah. And, like, almost, almost everybody got a podcast that makes it Almost. Like, bro. No, everybody does. Right? <laughs> that's the, yeah. That's, look, that's like, a year ago, almost once everybody. Once I gave you a girl. Yeah. Once I gave you a girl. Down girl that knows, man, bro. Uh, True. Got it's hard to hit him too. Yeah. And that's what I'm Everybody saying. Oh, saying that's why I'll be so mad at the nigga Carl, dog. I was like, no, we was right there, nigga. Like, the, we was the there. Because, like, you said everybody got one. I mean, and it's, and it's just like, it makes it harder to be as excited to be like, yo, check out my podcast. Because then that, that was like, yeah, yours and everyone else's. Right. Like, about right. four or five years ago when we first started it, it was, you know, oh, check my podcast. What's that? <laughs> oh. Boom. So that's like we almost had you talking about video. Y'all get a chance. We had the movement of video. Because nowadays it's almost yeah. like the, the bare minimum. Almost everybody has video now. I'm going to tell you, it's like a fucking show now. Dude. And, show. and as it come on yeah. out, I try to make it some kind of a show that's a little different from others. Because, dog, it, it's it's so saturated, dog. But I like it. And I love it. You know, my love, you know, the, so it's like even if we only get like, even if we, even if we just had 10 listeners, I'm like, bro, this kind of like a therapy session for me at times, right? I heard something. Then I heard got in the game. Bro, like, they killed it. That nigga's talking about a drama queen's podcast, and all the niggas do is watch One Tree Hill. I was like, what the fuck? Who cares? Like, like, There's a podcast for any and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched One Tree Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like, we know you loved One Tree Hill, and we love One Tree Hill, so we're going to rewatch it as a family. As a family. Gross. <laughs> well, let me start a fucking Seventh Heavens fucking podcast. Nigga, let's go. With the pedophile? Yeah. yeah. With the pedophile? Yeah. Double yo. Yeah. Double yo. It was the dad too, huh? Yeah, yeah it was the dad. Yeah. Seven Let me start a boy in these world. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's There's a safe no area. Yeah. Place <laughs> than the love of oh wait, no, it's not. They, they used to treat the black girl bad. Oh shit, that's right. You're right. Spanky? Fuck. No. Nah. How the the dude Sean used to date. The well, chick, I the dude, it, the chick, the, the chick that I used to date. Like, on the set. And, like, I never watched Barbie. Yeah, yeah they, he, he, everybody else kind of like it. It just came out. The black girl Angela. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they treated her bad. Like on set, they kind of like. First and foremost, Topanga's a white girl. Yeah, everyone <laughs> was like, I want to say that because when y'all say the black girl, Joe with who Topanga? No, they said the white girl. No, you said the white girl. The black girl. Yeah, that's why she was getting fucked over. She was a black girl. I heard white. My bad. And so I heard the same thing too. How cool? 
Yeah, well, I, I thought he was talking about the fans. He just, he knows oh, okay. He just like, I, 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 like, since, like, I, I, like, I didn't know that there was black people on the show. Me either, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, don't be one. Hey, that's one. what they're talking about. One. 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 <laughs> one. I know about psychics. I know a bit. You mean, like, Miss Cleo? Call me now. Like, any of you ever had any. I know, like, Dion Warwick used to be, like, they host. <laughs> like she, you don't remember they did the infomercials, and then like uh, it was like it was the DL work psychic. I was telling my yeah, and I was like DL work and psychic. And then when I found out she was a singer as I got older, I was but like, what the fuck is this? That's, that's what I remember as growing up. Yeah, a psychic that? versus that? her. That? My phone. Oh. A, a psychic versus her being um. I didn't know she was a singer until like neither. years later, though. Me neither. Because those commercials. Me neither. When I found out she was Kendall Whitney Houston, I was like, what the fuck. And she funny as fuck on Twitter too. She is. Well, oh, she is. Yeah, she. I've like, heard that. She said, uh, "Man, it was somebody. It was like somebody put her in a contest. It was like a poll, her versus SZA, and SZA won. And she was like, I demand a recount. What that? That lady funny, bro. Like, <laughs> so have you ever seen one? A yeah. Psych? Oh, have, yeah. Uh-uh. In person, like kind of thing, or like any of it? Oh, no. I've done like I've a, done tarot cards. Yeah, I'm about to say I got Same my thing? palm ring. I got yeah. my palm ring. So what? Like, how was it? I don't know, somebody like feeling on your hand is kind of creepy in like a seductive manner. You just met them. And then, especially like you be in the French Quarter, you're not the last time you took a bath or something. I think so, got to the details. <laughs> and you know what? I actually stopped. The only reason I was weary about doing it is because I got this episode of um, The Simpsons. Yeah. Where um, Bart, the, the new neighbor, had moved in, the older girl. And yeah. She, she read Bart's poem and she told him like he was going to have a mansion. And Dada and a dog, and, and a she's pool. like a, a pool, and then she's spitting in her hand, and he didn't wash his hand for like three weeks. <laughs> so I was like, oh, no, I don't really want to get it. But, but how'd your read turn out though? Like, did it was it something? Did it connect? Uh, it's it real. It's, the thing about those to me, I guess, is like I always look for something. I always be trying to get like specifics, and they kind of be vague. Because I got one, my homegirl did one for me, and she was just like, I see you walking through a door at the job. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> it's like, hey, am I here? Am I somewhere else? Do I have a key fob? Like, is it my door? That's just like a vague description. <laughs> you don't walk through. You be looking through all the doors. Every single door. Is this the ones you was just talking about? Right. Like, does the door have a handle on it? Do I, do I push? I mean, but they even connected like it anyway. Like, yeah, it, some of them have hit. Um, and it's been one of those things of just like. You, it happens and cause I have like real life deja vu like often like I'll drink some shit like oh, and then like eight it, no, it sometimes been like eight months a year and a half later and that shit will pop and I was like oh shit like the exact scenario every like I'm wearing this shit and however um, you close that window now oh so yeah I think it's a um, it's very interesting especially I think if they give you at least some type of details with it is it left or right is that where you got it oh <laughs> um, I feel like as long as they give you some something to go off, because like if you super vague, they don't really. And then if you super vague, then I feel like I'm out there on like a treasure hunt looking for some shit. Mm-hmm. Is that the door she told me to walk through? Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't know. It, it's something I'm going with. Anybody else? I got you. I, mine was a little more. It was a tarot card reading. It was a little more vague. You know what I'm saying? And I also felt like, um, like after the fact, I'm like, oh yeah, I I, I wasn't smart about. 
how I spoke how I spoke to her. You know, I was kind of like, I'm looking to hear about this thing. And then I felt like she kind of zeroed in on that and kind of, you know what I'm saying? But like in terms of was any of it sort of specifically true? No, nothing. So really. the thing she zeroed in on, did it like... Did like did oh, did that like happen? No. Nah, it actually kind of went the opposite way. Oh. Yeah. That I see, sucks. I see, I see, yeah. I see, I see <laughs> happiness in your future. Yeah. No, I see heat from the sun in the summer. The narrator comes out, there was no happiness. There was, <laughs> there was no happiness. No. Oh, I think tarot is a weird thing, though, too, because like, it yeah. kind of just gives you like the symbolism of what this card means. And then it kind of always turns into like their interpretation of it. And then they ask, like, kind of, what that means or does that trigger anything in you so I don't think I think they're interesting because sometimes they do be on point but I think it's a very vague medium the people I've ran across have been some real warlocks and witches all right, like I have dealt with some real sorcerers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come in, Joe's up. Tell so, me, check this out. Tell this me more. Warlocks and witches. As a man who's half white, so part of me believes in a manifest of my destiny. Mm. Like I control it. You dig? I really. There's parts I think that well, you even if you tell me it, I can still control it. You ain't gotta be half white for that. Continue. I know. I just have to. You got to prove it. It's a small village in Africa. Keep going, OG. But. Now on some real shit though I've met some real motherfuckers dog Who I asked some real specific shit And they gave me some real specific answers That helped me with my future Of making some real right decisions There's been people in my life Who have not only just read cards with me But just ran down other shit with me There's people around my life That put crystals around me And sat and just you know We quietly sat down And then they just ran into me The information I need There's people who came up on me That I know from around the way Who I knew how to get down Just touched my hand one time Just off a of death And just ran into me About some shit that I was feeling inside That I ain't seen nothing about you know what I'm saying? There's some real spiritual people out in this world, some real priests, some real motherfucking warlocks and shit for real. And like, you just gotta know which ones they are. You dig? They in the in, in the French Quarter. You know what I'm saying? When you see them, it's like they have an aura around them. They ain't out there hunting. They ain't out there this and the third. Honestly, they out there just doing what they do. They draw you in. You dig? I think you know that. What I'm uh, I think that might also be a difference in like a lot of mine. I don't think I've ever went to somebody with like specific questions. It's kind of more so like I got homies that do it or partners and they'd be like, you want me to read your cards or, you know, it's your birthday, I read your tarot and then they just kind of, so I don't think I've just ever sat there and been like, damn, when am I going to meet this chick? Or like, when am I going to get this money? Or like, was that an STD? I don't know. <laughs> That's the doctor. That should be, that should be no damn job. You should be at the doctor. <laughs> Is it this? Is it STD? It's, 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 it's the doctor. Hey, what if they had an STD tarot card, though? Like, <laughs> Ooh, and, you, and, you, and you get the card before you became the STD. You're like, hey, fuck, that's what coming. What the fuck going to tell you you're going to get burned? Ooh, this, is the, uh, this, is that this is a burning tower. This is a burning tower as a representation nah, for your penis. Fuck that. Nah, I'm cutting it off. But let me give you. I'm burning that car. You ain't gonna be able to put that shit back in the deck. I'm saving everybody behind. Let me get burning this shit. What they supposed to be doing? They're like, what's the last time you got tested? She. But let me give you an example of what I'm talking about when I say specific. I I told B this other day. So I went up to um this lady day and and I was in the French Quarter helping my friend at the time sell some uh some merchandise. And so she was into that shit extra hard. So she really will help me point out to who real and who not. And she'll tell me why they're real and why not. And so she pointed out that lady and she was like, Woo do wop, you see why she got that mirror under her table? That's a reflector. This is why her crystal this way, you know, look at her deck. You know, she the real deal. So I said, Well fuck it, let me go talk to the lady because I'm about to make a huge decision in my life. I'm trying to move to California. 
And really, you dig at the time I was moving because I'm thinking like, if I get to move, I get to leave all the problems in New Orleans and start fresh in it's California. Start a new, yeah. So I talked to her and I tell her, she says, "So what you want to know?" I said, "Listen, I'm going to California on this much time. This and that, that. Is this the right decision to make?" And she said, she whips the cards out. Whoop, 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 whoop. She runs a few things. Say this right here with the tower. So she said, see the fall of the brick of tower, you know what I'm saying? This can be the many things in many different situations. But for your situation, you are about to lose it all if you go out there to California. You're going to have to come right back to New Orleans and everything that you work for New Orleans won't be here anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I said, okay. She said, you know what? I'll shuffle them bitches again for you. Because <laughs> she was like, she was like, let's just, you know, trying, you know. She's trying to feed your ego. Nah, he wasn't no ego because the thing is, like, I don't sound like feed ego is to prove the point. Because if no, you tell right. me something and right. then you like you don't believe me, I'll do it again. Let me it, it, like, it. It, I don't even think it was to prove the point. I think for her it was like, let's see if you have a different outcome because things change. That, yeah, like, like you know what I'm saying, like 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 not even feed the ego, like but like that, that's proved the point to me. If you tell me, if you tell me don't leave, if you tell me don't leave, and I'm like what? And then you, I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna let's see, let's see if it's legit. And so she running bitches again, and I get some of the same cars in the tower again. And then she says, I'm telling you, if you go there, you are going to go and it's not going to work. On top of that, you're running from something that you can't escape over there. I was like, damn. The month I was supposed to move out there to California, my line brother out of nowhere, who I was going to stay with out there, who set his whole plan up with, has to come back home to New Orleans because his dad has cancer. Oh, damn. Wow. And so I, the time I was going out there is the time he had to come back. On top of that, I just started work at Dillard. And I just got this crib I was staying in. So if I would have left there, I would have lost a job at Dillard that I couldn't have got back because right. it would have been now failed. You lost all, and lost I, everything that you already had set up for yourself. And I just, uh, when, when that month came in and I, just, I thought back about that lady, I was like, damn. Let me ask you a question. Because that really changed my like, decision. Were you, were you personally making that move to be closer? Yeah. I get it, dog. Like, damn, that's some dope shit. So, that's some dope shit. And to piggyback off that, is she still there? Man, if you catch her, she don't wait for you. She don't wait for <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I want some more. Yeah. Yeah. I want some of that. I do, I do. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm sorry. I was, I was just joking. I'm joking. But I do want to know. But you do want some of that. You don't want to know. No, no, I'm not playing. Yeah, serious, but not serious. Serious, serious, serious. The thing wrong with that, though, like wisdom. So where'd you get this question? That's what's up, bro. I got the question because, like, tip, that's real shit, though. Like, typically, I'm not into none of that hippy-dippy shit. That's what I call it, the hippy-dippy shit. You feel me? <laughs> disrespectful. And, and I'm, it is disrespectful. You feel me? Like, I grew up in the church like most of us do. You heard me? And I think, I really think that at a point, a lot of us realize that there's a, you know, the con within religion. You know what I mean? How they've lied about where the Bible comes from. And just a lot of the contradictions and things that can happen. Now, that doesn't take away the divinity. You feel me? If you have your, if, I, I, don't, I don't shit on nobody beliefs. I'm, I really believe that all the religions are tapping into some spirit realm and they just got their own ways of getting to it. So I'm not saying the divinity is lost, but I think when you grow up in it and they tell you all these things are absolutely that's fucking right. true, it's and then you get older and realize, wait, that. you lied about no, that. That's wait, not that's not true. Oh, this is, you know what I mean? That, that, that. Not what that, I thought it was. You know what I mean? It kind of, it kind of, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, uh, makes you kind of jaded towards the entire concept of spirituality. Oh, yeah. I know what I said. But you know what I know what I said. It's funny you mentioned that, B. That's why I tell people, bro, I really don't believe in religion. Because yeah. religion is man-made. Like, I, I believe that religion was created to divide 
the divine man. Uh, I mean, I, I think I religion mean, is crazy. Just, just, just hear me out. Think about it. We all pray to the same God, but the way they spin it to us, he looking different. Yeah, I think they're all the no, religion. We all praying to the same motherfucker. The same motherfucker that put everything into place for us. You see what I'm saying? That's who we praying to. But man is spending their own English or language or whatever you want to call it. They putting their own tongue on it. Yeah. And that's what fucks it up. I think uh man fucks especially up everything, with, if you with, ask me. Uh, if you start talking like I didn't know we were going here today, but all right. Like, you start jumping in, especially, uh, you know, like, Christianity, it was more like a tool to, like, kind of... Control. Over and control, right, like, the well, see, that's Christianity. Yeah. the other shit, too. That's what I'm saying. Everything is man-made. But I'm going right. to get into that in a minute. What you saying right quick? Because I wanted to... Oh, oh no, no. I was saying, uh, I, I definitely remember... I remember the exact day I said I was done with... Uh, Organized religion. Mm-hmm. I was chasing after my. Uh, <laughs> this is a crazy story, retrospect. I was chasing after my uh, ex girlfriend at the time, and she was kind of like one of them super church, not super church, but she was in there for like Bible study and all that. So we went out one night. Uh, we went to Bible study, and it just so happened uh, Bible study they were in like the Book of Revelations. So they started talking about Revelations and you know like the, uh, the Rapture and all that, and now everybody just gonna like start magically disappearing and all that shit. So he starts explaining exactly what that means, and he gets to a point of saying something along. Is exactly was that like basically, if you're not um, a follower of Christ and you know haven't given your life over to the Lord, then when the rapture comes, then you're not going into heaven. So I said that I raised my hand <laughs> in the front row, and I was like, so. You mean Fanny does everything good in his life, lives it by the book, like you know. <laughs> like the only thing stopping him from being in heaven is because he's not like a Christian, and they was like, yeah, and I was like, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I was like, that's all. I, I was like, okay, I'm glad we didn't come here in the book of Luke or something. <laughs> and look, I totally understand that because like I had a similar experience in high school. It was like that. The long and short of it was this: this pastor was preaching so hard against gay people, and at the time I wasn't nowhere near as involved as I am now. But something, even then, I'm like 17. How hard he was going on gay people made me feel like this ain't right. You know what I mean? And that that started the wrinkle in my head. But I want to get back to like that wrinkle in my head turned to a lot of other shit and made me kind of be like, I know there's a spiritual realm, but I don't know how I feel about. My, I don't know what I, I believe fully because to a certain degree it's kind of like trauma that a lot of religions do how you tell like a kid from birth that hellfire and bimstone this and that that fucks you up as you become well, an adult tell them they are demon. I mean any of it that, that, that fucks you up as you become an adult trying to make a decision of what you truly believe you know what I'm saying so lately though lately though I've been having this like I don't know this spiritual I ain't gonna say awakening dog but Conquest. like I could say conquest, okay. dog. But like, it's a journey. It's a journey. journey. You might as well say a journey, journey because I'm still like, okay, it's even even in it though, <laughs> even in that though, the thing that always makes me believe that there's still a spiritual realm is there's certain things that happen in your life that you really can't explain, like literally. You know what I mean? There's certain things that happen in your life. You be like, man. But you know what? That's what God come in there. But that's what my point. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You know what I mean? I can't ever say that there's. I can't ever say there's no spiritual realm or there's nothing else because. I ain't gonna say God Thing, Things have shown me that. You know what I mean? So, but I still don't have a fucking decision all the time. So, lately, like, 
I remember it kind of started when I'm at this gas station and me and I run into this cat. I'm going through something. And I run into this cat that I never talked to. And we wound up having a conversation about a whole bunch of shit. And it leads to this like divine moment with us and these strangers at a gas station. From that point on, these weird things started happening and popping up. You know what I mean? Like this thing will pop up and then I get a call out the blue from somebody saying, I felt you in my spirit and running into people that have never called me before. You feel me? And it's like always these triggers that would happen. And then a couple minutes later, someone is calling me or messaging me. You know what I'm saying? In some kind of way, telling me they felt me in their spirit or they felt like they had to tell me something. Nigga, one message, one message came from somebody who had the same name as somebody that would make no sense. If you know what I'm saying, to be messaging me, but it's the exact same name. Yeah. And it's like, the fuck? You know what I'm saying? All kind of weird shit. You feel me? So at a point, I'm like, I I can't explain this weird shit. And at a point, coincidences don't feel like coincidences. So then I made a status on Facebook jokingly saying, man, I'm about to give me a shaman. Because a friend of mine recently said she had a shaman. And I'm like, that's such a weird thing to say. You have a fucking shaman? <laughs> you know what I mean? What does that even mean? It means I got money. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fancy way of saying the psychics and the medium right. and shit. Yeah. But nah, you know, nah, 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 because you, you pay for the psychics and you pay for shamans. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. That's a that's a, well, she, that's well, a status. That's a status uh, uh, right there. Well, she made me laugh on it. Tipped, tipped over there, but she made me laugh on it. You feel me on the shaman shit? So yeah. I made a thing cracking on her, but still think I might want to look into something. This shit weird. You know what I'm saying? So another partner said, "Well, I got somebody I see, and they patched me to the psychic." And I so he was like hit her, right. so I hit her. So then we had a conversation. It's my first time ever having any of that. You feel me? Now before that, I said to myself, I said, okay, you know what, bats? If you gonna fuck with spiritual realm shit, let's fuck with it then. So I actually said my first prayer, like ever in like years for real. Before I, cause I'm like, I'm gonna play with this spirit, so shit. I might as well give some kind of credence to the spiritual shit I come from. Even if I don't believe everything in that book. Right. You know what I mean? If I'm going to fuck with one, I'm going to fuck with other. Prayer is universal. Prayer is universal. That's real shit. Prayer is right. universal. Right. So, right. I said a prayer before it, and then I'm talking to the psychic lady, right? Now, this lady saw saying certain shit. She knew I was fresh out of a relationship. Didn't say nothing about that. She said she knew that I fell out with one of my partners. Didn't say nothing about that. She said, she said you're going to be traveling soon. And I'm like, I got you got any trips coming up? I'm like, I ain't no fucking trips coming up. I had no trips coming up. You feel me? Next day a travel bag came in the mail. I'm like, the fuck? Next thing you know, my nigga. Me not up. mysteriously, not like just a random like travel bag just popped up. Like it was <laughs> it, was, it was, was delivered. A, yeah, it was <laughs> delivered from like it was a gift to him. But oh, it was okay. in the timing. Okay. It came. But he yeah. go the funny thing is. He didn't know what the gift was gonna be. But the gift wound up being a travel bag. But in all that, let me throw this on top of you. Usually a project will send you a rap gift. They already sent me one. So it was weird for them to send a second one any fucking way. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, like, they, they don't, yeah, they don't typically send you two gifts. No, once they give you their gift, they give you That's the goodbye. So when they got a second gift from the same thing, and they, like you said, it's a travel bag. After this lady tell me I'm traveling, I ain't got no trips coming up. Then, I, then the next week, my, my nigga, like, let's go to Miami. All expense paid. And she, and she also said, she said, you and a friend will be traveling. My partner in Miami hit up me and my partner here, said, I fly y'all out, and y'all just got to handle the rest. Like the fuck, you heard me say? It was magical. I wish I could have been there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, you know what I'm saying? And she like, she's saying certain ish, and like, you know, and certain things haven't come to pass yet, and certain things are still kind of happening, and certain things I'm just wondering about because I'm like, nah, I don't think so, lady. <laughs> but it's like, like you said, I'm on this journey of it, of like being more aware of shit and trying to, you know, get into shit. And since being on that journey, weirder shit keeps happening. I don't think I, I don't think it'd be um, 
don't think it's weird. I don't think it's weird. I think like once something like that happens, it's kind of like manifesting. Not even manifesting. I think like a certain a thing a lot of people do is like they be so like laser focused on shit, and then something like that occurs, and then it's kind of like the blinders come off, and you kind of just like start seeing everything fuck? around yeah. you. Mm. And so it's not necessarily like you probably it's probably like the same you probably on like the same path and the same road you've been on, but now it's like you see everything in color. Or you can you can look to your right and you can look to your left. Like shit you probably weren't even looking at before is like Oh, that's over there now. I can believe that fully, but that also don't explain the shit that comes directly to me. Because you're right, some things I'm seeing, but some shit is just saying, Hey bitch. You know what I mean? Bitch. You know what I mean? Bam. 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 Look at this. I think at a certain point, too, um, it's kind of like one of them things, and I think it's weird, but I think life kind of is like, it gives you signs. And like I think a lot of times, we either like- We're too, programmed not to see them or some shit. Or you just scared to jump. And so mm, at a certain part. point, yeah, like life yeah. just be like, hey, nigga. <laughs> you ain't got no, you ain't got no choice. Step outside your comfort zone, right now, dude. And, and like, hey, somebody slap you, you like, you go right, around, right, around, right. And so I think that's wake up, be, bitch. Yeah, and I think that's all yeah. life be doing sometimes. Like sometimes we, and we, we probably, you probably not specifically those type of things, but those might have been like passing thoughts you had, or you just been like. Damn, and you just kind of like let it, yeah. yeah. And life kind of might have been just throwing you hints the whole time, and you were just yeah, kind of brushing them off. Yeah. And then it just got yeah, to a point man. of like, all right, this nigga not listening. <laughs> Wake up, man! Like, right there, so. Wake up, nigga! <laughs> I could feel that even more so, even outside of the spiritual realm, too. But hell yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. At some point, life just whap your ass with something mm-hmm. that you just cannot, cause not, not. See. Especially cause in, and then a lot of times when that shit happens, that is usually like you. I think what happens sometimes is like when people get um, when I think life. I, I've had this conversation with you before about how like life to me is like a video game, mm-hmm. and like it's kind of like you go through every level of that game, and certain people just want to keep replaying that level because they don't know what the fuck's going on on the next one. Because you got to start all over. Because you you a bad dude on the last level. You done got all the superpowers. You like, nobody can fuck with you on that level. But you move to the next one. And you know, it's cool. It's going to get you, it's going to help you on there. But you ain't the baddest thing on the block no more. And I think sometimes, like, it's just kind of like, you got to, it's like, fuck it. Like, you got to get to that next level. And like, once you... You can only play that, that map so many times, dog. Right. And once you done conquered it and you done got all like the extra shit and all this other shit, it's like, level all right, nigga, you, you ain't nothing else for you to do here. So you got to level up. And sometimes life just forces you to just be like, all right, it's time for you to step shit up. Walk you in there. Yeah. And it's like, it's just where it is, dog. Like, you got to, you got to, like, it, it, you just hit a point is like, all right, maybe you forgot something on this map. Or I got to go do this and I got to beat this quest to get the 100%. Before I go to the next one. But it's like, man, you, nah, nah, at a point, you just in an open world, and you ain't got nothing else to do. Like, how many times you gonna fly the fucking hol- helicopter around the city, dude? Like, you gotta move on to the next level. But here go with a kick to everybody don't always listen. Nah, mm-hmm. nobody, and that's why life smacked the fuck out of you. <laughs> what I'm saying is, no, what I'm saying is that. Because what, what you're speaking on, if everybody did that, There'll be way more people, way more growth, more, way more healed, way more growth. The the funny thing is, as I'm listening to that, I'm like, I, you saying some real shit, some but it's, but the, but the tragedy of it is, a lot of people get smacked and Damn they'll just and then they'll just keep getting smacked and they'll just stay on that same fucking level. I, a question, you hear me? A question I always like to ask people all the time is, they always have lost individuals. 
No, 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 no. My point is, I think most individuals are lost. It's yeah. not they're always going to be. I, I feel like it's. Well, I feel. I feel. I, I feel like it's the minority. Yeah, Right. I feel like it's the minority of people but, that really listen to the slap for real. And sometimes it's not even the slap. It's just yeah. like, I mean, some people just get stuck in that. But, 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 but you, you experience multiple slaps in life. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. You like life. He said three to five. Like you get slapped to where you gotta be like, you know what. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still saying what I'm saying. I'm still saying what I'm saying. I I always pose this question to people and uh, to gauge their reaction. Speaking of what you're talking about, I always ask somebody, how do you feel your life? How do you, where do you think your life would be right now? If as you were growing up, you listened to everybody who had already been through everything you needed to go through. And I'm saying that from like the advice your parents give you and telling you, because they tell, they've been there. They tell you how it's going to go, but it's always wired in our brain to be like, they don't know what they talk it's about, or I got to do it for myself. So I always ask you, That's what how, way right now. how do you think your life would be <laughs> if you would have followed the advice, the life lessons yeah, that they had already been through, and they told you? Because it's like then you ain't really got to worry about no none of the journeys and all this other shit. Because they tell it, they they giving you the map, right? Right. But they be stubborn and don't want to listen to the map because we all got to figure it out on our own. But that's that's the setup. That's the setup. That's the setup of life, though. You know what I mean? The setup yeah. of life is exactly but I mean, that. I, just, I, just yeah, always I mean, I'm not. I don't, I don't mean to say the setup. That's the irony. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Of life. But I just that. always act like how weird. Like, so where do you think your life would be if you had followed and listened to? Them? Not even like on them telling you what to do career wise or anything, but like the the like the huge life moments. Like I think the first heartbreak. Or I think that's multi layered because it's like this. Um, on one end, you may be in a better place, mm-hmm. but you may not even necessarily be a better person. Because sometimes the okay. things that you fuck up as mm-hmm. really give you the character and the perspective that you would have never gotten if you just would have listened yeah, and, yeah, got, yeah, and, and got, and got spoiled gotta, with nothing but that, wins. Yeah, because so sometimes if you, all, if you always win, if you always win and you always listen and you don't get the scars, you don't know the scars. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you got to know the scars sometimes. You're saying, Marty. I was going to say, but if I could pick and choose, my <laughs> Oh my God! Listen, no, I feel you on that. You know, bruh. Yeah, that's the that's the fun part about life. I heard a a Wale bar today, and he said something about like scars ain't nothing but just like you know memories of the shit you went through. It's like you can't never. It's like a mark to let you know what happened, and like it always triggered that memory how you got it. Like I know how every scar I got. But you know what's crazy though? Just like how we can relate how rich people feel when they go through shit. They can't understand how we feel when we go through poor people shit. So it's like yeah. it's the same struggle but different. It's the same parallel. Less sympathy I, you though. You see what I'm saying? It's a parallel struggle. I right. think the I don't know, yeah. bro, because you, you just don't understand like, they level. I mean, I think, I think it's like I don't, different I don't, levels. I don't think everybody's built to win. Like I think it takes not like, every time. No, no, I mean, no, like, he's right. no, no. I think it's like in general, like, like we crossing, we crossing voices. That's, oh, my bad. Yeah, I just want to be very aware because we like we crossing saying, voices, guys. I was saying that like I feel like even like you were saying that like even like you know they just get slapped and they still don't like take heed to what that is. And then I mean everybody just ain't built for it. Like everybody, I, yeah, it take a lot of vote. it take a lot it take a lot for you to be like fuck this in general. And I, no, and that and that was my was that box mentality. Like a lot of people just comfortable and they look back. Yeah. And that's my point of it. You know what I mean? I think it's a minority of people who listen to any of the slaps. Now, if you if you really can, if, you, if you listen to the first one, great. If you listen to the, even if you listen to the tenth one, great. But like you said, a lot of people ain't built to win. And yeah. I think most people will be too late for them. be too late if they ever decide to win. You feel I me? Because I, I think about even the scars, dog, like 
I feel like my breakup was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I'm not, I'm not saying that on no sh- shot to my ex. I'm saying it on like it gave me certain perspectives and it allowed me to be open to certain lessons that if it would never have happened, I wouldn't have learned these lessons. I wouldn't have got these perspectives. I wouldn't have gone to certain things that I've gone through. Now, if I would have just listened and been goody, goody, good, then none of this shit that I've been learning and none of this journey I'm having would I have in my XP bag. We wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> and to a lot of different degrees, I'm having all kind of like conversations with people that I would have never had. Right. I've been in certain different places with people, even helping folk out, yeah. that I would have never helped. So it's like, it's an interesting dichotomy of like, sometimes you wish you would have been the perfect you, but sometimes you need not be <laughs> because for you, that makes you even better. Hey man, what's, what's, what's a good no, character without any flaws? You, you, you probably you wasn't a perfect you for her. No, that's not the point. No, it's not about being a perfect me. But I'm sorry, I'm saying, no, no, I'm not even just talking about, talking about the that. relationship. Like, you know that, what I'm saying? That might have been his lesson in that moment, and then right. like that sprung him into like where he all this other shit. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, the, the relationship thing is a the relationship thing is a whole different conversation. But I'm just saying. That's a slap, you know yeah. what I mean? That's a slap that a nigga needed of, bam, wake up, and then he makes me up to all. I would have gone to therapy things. if yeah. I would have never got that slap. You know what I mean? There's a right. bunch of things that that causes to make me be a better person oh, in, these other, in these other facets in my life. That's right. not just romantically. Yeah, romantically, yeah. I will be better, but it's not just yeah. that. It's, it's all this other better. shit, and that's yeah. the beauty of, yeah. I think, I certain think, scars, uh, certain slaps. I think slaps. it's one of those things that, like, um, you kind of got to, like... I don't know, man. I think one of the wildest things I ever told somebody, and, like, they still didn't understand, um, was, like, after I broke up with my girl, um, this is, like, 2010. Uh, yeah, so I've been single since then. And... 11 I, years? Yeah. Because... Whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, it was... Just a whore. Because at first, it was, like, it was, like, then, you know, you go through the, 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 the relationship ending heartbreak. And it was kind of one of the things that, like, nothing was really wrong. It just, you know, you're young. So that happened, and then you get through that. And then you kind of live the single life. And then it hit me of just, like, damn, why the fuck would I want to settle down at, like, 22, 23? And then that progressed into me being, like, damn, what do I want to do with my life? And I knew that what I wanted to do with my life kind of it took a certain level of commitment and focus. And I knew that to me that meant like I'd have to sacrifice dating and I was like oh alright like you know on this journey it's gonna be like a lot of amazing women that come through your path in your life and sometimes and, and so that was my thing I, I told somebody I was like I know that I'm gonna meet all these amazing women and like where I'm at at that moment they're gonna be great and they're probably great people but like I, I like what I'm trying to do is so much bigger than all of that and like I just can't like I just gotta let him go, though. <laughs> like, cause then that was one of my biggest revelations, and like, it was never me. I could have been settled down, but it was never about that. It was like I'm not, I'm not gonna be who you need me to be in that moment. And I, I knew that like before I met any of these women, and so it wasn't even like a, I'm going out looking, and it was like, nah, it's just not gonna work because you're looking for something. But like, it's almost like the man that never leaves his hometown, and that was one of the reasons I left Houston. Cause even though you know the world is only six hours away. I never wanted to be the nigga like thirty two outside the corner store sipping natty lights mm, talking about school memories. Yeah, no, that's and, that's one of my greatest fears. Yeah, period, that and so I, I kind of applied that to everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the neutral ground. <laughs> so like I applied that to life, and I just thought it was, it was one of them things that like it was it. I, I guess it was a leap of faith because I I still kind of don't know what it is, but it was like I knew in my heart and like my mind that it was like. It was something so much greater, and like 
not that they would have held me down, but like we wouldn't have been compatible in that moment. And because it, it's like, especially then, you just run into like a lot of that's a whole other topic about like the societal princess shit that women have. But they want that like fairy tale ending. And like I wasn't in a position to give that to them right then. Like I didn't want the kids at like 27. I didn't want to be married. And after I turned 25 and did the breakup, that wasn't what I wanted. Because if you would have asked me when I was 16, like, I was going to be a lawyer. Uh, I was going to play Alpha because my uncle was <laughs> like all into that shit. A5. Yeah, like I had had my life planned. And then like the breakup happened. And then Dillard happened, and I was like, you know, I kind of don't want to go to school. And it was like, how is this going to help me in my, like, goal? Like, I don't want to be a nigga in a corporate office. The niggas look like they just don't have fun. Like, and so it just depends on what you prioritize in life. And that's why I tell people that, like, I'm never, like, I'm not a money person. Like, as long as I got money to do what I want. Access is all it's really for. Not, yeah, yeah, not to be worshipped. Yeah, yeah. As long as I have the money to do what I want. And like bills are covered, and like whatever, I'm good. Like it clicked for like probably three, four years ago that like time is like the most valuable asset, you know? and I just want the freedom to do whatever the fuck I want. So even with me, like at at one point I was a one man shop. Like I was, I still am to a degree. Uh, like I do all my own graphics, my photos, and like shit like that. And then it all led to me being like, I can do this and save money. But it was like they got somebody to really do this, do this. I can throw them 60 and do what I want with my time to get back to like the music to push everything further. And um, I feel like since that breakup, and more so probably in the last, I'd say three years specifically since I lost the radio job, it's been more so a journey of just trying to, how does all this connect? Because I, I don't know what the end of this is. I don't I can't even tell you what I want to do. I know where I want to be. Like I don't want to DJ full-time in nightclubs and be like my main source of income forever. I'm trying to get out of this in like four years. What's what's funny is, man, what you were just talking about as far as like putting the women on hold for your career, mm-hmm. I found out that has also added to a certain tragedy in my life. I'm gonna get to that when we get to that two because we never even got to what the show is. Welcome to the Flower Best Podcast. Yeah, oh yeah, we like forty minutes. <laughs> 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 we introduced the show, we introduced nobody in this month. Oh, that, that's the conversation was good. Certain, yeah, we're gonna get back to this and certain shit is gonna be cut from the original thing. It is what it is. That's how that's how radio works. That's how podcasting works. It's that actor guy, Martin Bass Bradford in the building. As always you can find me at Martin Bass Bradford or at Mr. Bats. Spell it Mr. We're gonna find another cat. And as always I'm here with my brothers. I said, why? It's your boy Alpha Joe, fresh out of the gumbo, still deep in the rule. And if you're out in the streets and you're looking for me, you can find me on IG Alpha Joe, no E504, Facebook Joseph Alpha Man Pines. And for 120, right? Episode 120. 120. We in this bitch. Yeti. First guest host, Chad Marty. M A R T Y. It was 504. You're not even a fucking guest anymore, bro. I'm not a guest You might as well not be no more, bro. You're on the whole show on the network reviewing that. We might have to hit Chris some side character costumes. Something. But Marty's on the show on the coals at this point. Oh, yeah. He's on a regular outfit. Can I get like a little character? He might get a little cartoon. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, man. All right, I'm down. Fucking into that. Yeah. Yeah, fucking right. I'm into that. Wheels and the fat man. Some shit like that. Right. <laughs> Tell him what a fight he had, Marty. Bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your, your 30 with Marty and the Arrogant Observer. Uh, where yeah. you get your podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm at 20%, guys. I just want to let you know. He's here, though, guys. And I'm here. He's here, though. Yeah. I'm just asking random questions at some point. 
And who in the actual guest chat? What's that? Man, was, I didn't. I didn't get the pre-production notes. I didn't. I would have came up with a slogan too. Man, <laughs> you you the former host. I, of, I you know we will figure this out. You G. I know, but it's been so long. You like, did. You not a. You're like, not a, a car all night here. So I go by the name of Seventh Ward Spin. I don't know if I live in the Seventh Ward though, because I'd be getting like different perspectives. So six, seven, whatever. Claiming Seventh though is better for you. Whatever yeah. works for me. Yeah, yes, see, exactly. Not right now. Six uh, <laughs> uh, Oh, I go by the name of Spin Griffey, the junior got cut because I don't know. I just don't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the way it looked. I didn't like the way it looked, you know, because you got to add the comment and the period at the end. Can't fit all that on there. Um, DJ, sometimes photographer, a lot of opinions. Actually, I'm a professional, like, um, I, I'm a, like a rafter watcher. I just like inciting shit, dog. That's why I like I got a Joker. Um, Heath Ledger's Joker is like my favorite villain because he said something along the lines of like uh, you know like if you tell somebody in advance like somebody's gonna get shot and you know it ain't gonna cause no ruckus but you just run up one day and be like bah and then everybody like oh my god right so that's what I do on Facebook I just leave a comment then I go to the rafters like sting and just WCW sting bitch I'm up there just be looking at these things. Look at all this chaos. Yeah. I hit one nigga with a bat. Right. I went up. Like, and everybody goes crazy. Just up there eating some fries. Damn, I agree with that nigga too. You on your own, man. Bats used to be in there too, dog. Then he, he he got a little bit saved. We was we was like tag team champions on Facebook. The I mean, see, no, he go to hit. No, I get misconstrued. Oh my god. People think I'm trolling, and no, this be how I actually be feeling. And they be like, no, you try to start some shit. And yeah. you start shit. I mean, you're the same <laughs> shit. You don't be trying to start, but you, you do put it up there for base opinion and shit just get started. <laughs> and, and, and sometimes, you know it is. Sometimes, but you know, you might just share something with no opinion. It just goes down. And, like, and they assume what they think you think. The crazy yep. shit You put it up there, like, you must want these hands. The crazy shit to me is like always when you put up like something that might be like a popular opinion and like that's really how you feel. And then niggas be like, oh, you're just being a contrarian. I was like, nah, nigga, I don't like 808s. Like, what the fuck you want from me? Oh, even, oh, even on the flip. Let's say you really believe something and it's something that other people believe. They're like, oh, you're just trying to be like, no, bitch. I actually believe this. You yeah. know what I mean? I can't believe the fuck I believe that. So, y'all, we already we already kind of started the first. We already kind of started the first part of our show, which is that etu fair of the day. Well, the brothers get into so you know some topics, and I'm gonna most likely edit this around because we already been into some etu fair shit. After etu fair today, we get into that bats nerd out moment. Uh, hold on, hold on. Before we get to the nerd out, so y'all got like chants and shit. Like this, all <laughs> like hey, I want, I want. Man, that was a show. Let me get into it. Send hey, me no pre pro notes, man. Nigga. Of the day, we just splice it. Uh, yeah, yeah it's like, you know, the show now. No. At the best note of our moment, we get into that, uh, no, huh? Bitch, I know no, you lying. Oh, we talk about things going outside our New Orleans bubble, and after that, we get to that dose of Northern America. Which is our friendly reminder of, finish that bitch off, I can't do it. Of where we are <laughs> and who the fuck <laughs> we, we be dealing with. Ouch, yeah. And we might get into a little sports if we have enough time, you dig? We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, we got some sports. I know, no. I, I fuck saw, yeah. I saw some sports headlines, so we might get into a little sports, and I got a hero. But uh, after that, but forget... Without any more Dwyer's, we haven't had no Dwyer's. We've been in this already. Let's finish into it. Let's finish off this Ed Too Fate, man. 
Brother got his first gun, he ready to murder He out of control, like a swole on bourbon I don't even drink, if I see you, I ain't see you Nah, I don't even blink, nah, I don't even think That I'm here, but if I see you and I like you I'ma smile, is this really who I am? Huh? Then versus now, life is too wild This shit is out of hand, I'm just tryna live But y'all don't give a damn I'm just tryna be cool, I don't wanna lose my work Lose my mind, lose my spine, lose my shirt But if you know me, then you know I go berserk Then you know I go berserk Then you know I go berserk So, I am um, um, a big fan of natural selection <laughs> um, Word I believe that a lot of people are uh, SDNs What does that mean? Smart dumb niggas Oh, word um, My nigga said I'm a fan of natural selection. Like I support it. <laughs> if you go ahead, I'm so with that. Yeah, but because yeah. like it, it says everything you need to right there. Like even like yeah. with the shit going on in the country right now. Like in all these stories about like how everybody like so gung ho about not getting it. Like no, I'm so upset that all these major media outlets are running these stories on like all these uh, predominantly white people who were all anti-vax, and then it was like. They get they they catch COVID and now they over here intubated and now all of a sudden oh you guys need to go up there and get the vaccine no shit nigga niggas been telling you this for a fucking year like I don't understand like how I, I think it's always weird like how when niggas don't understand things until like it personally affects I get it but I always think it's weird like how mm-hmm. like I, I hate that fucking bar Jay Z put on four forty four and niggas just acting like that was one of the most enlightening shits ever. When he was like uh, talking about now he understands like the view how women are treated because he had a daughter. I was like, what? Man, no, you cannot control when that man got his slap. You heard me? We gonna just say he got his slap, even though he old as shit. Well, generally, generally <laughs> speaking, I, I I have a problem with like niggas being all gung ho on like how things happen to women, and then it, it never it makes sense to them until it hits home. Cause like niggas will always be going home, and then you start being like, "All right, so what if that was your mom?" Well, that's different. No, nigga, it's not. Not too fast, my friend. Nigga ain't gonna play with my mom. I think <laughs> yeah. that's how niggas turn into. I think that's facts. Like, any woman in my family, See, but also, <laughs> but the rest of these hoes, <laughs> exactly. But ain't bad everybody. But ain't that a, such a human quality? I know men, we got that shit bad <laughs> as far as when it comes to women, because you know a lot of us we can talk that sexy shit, but. Same I don't time, understand. That's one of the same time people do be needing, like we said earlier, to be put in the shoes at times to really get it. But like that shit's so weird to me, especially like when you start specifically when you start differing into like the black men and black women women, um like how we interact with each other for the most part, and the way that like black men kinda don't I'm not saying a lot. You see it a lot that they don't and I think that's kinda like on that's a whole accountability women thing that I, I'd love to get into if y'all have time. <laughs> that's a whole deep dive. But I think it's so wild, especially like when most of us come from those environments of it just being our mom and she was, you know, slaving. It. Like, niggas be having all these stories about what your mom was doing to help support you and raise you. But then they hate women. But then they, like, you be seeing it and then they, they be trying, they be for, like parading around like it's a badge of honor. And I just be sitting there like, I get it. You know, like, that's what black women do. But it's like, man, nothing about that sounds like <laughs> moms is out here working three jobs to support it. Like, damn, God. I mean, that sucks, but that's life. But at the same time, what gets me about it, and we're going to get into the show. But oh, you, oh, you can follow me on Spin. Yeah, let them know where to follow you. Oh, 
My bad. Yeah, yeah what happened? I mean, we've been running off on tangents. The longest so. uh, opening. Yeah, we're running off on tangents. No, we've had, we've had longer, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to say this, to wrap this, to put a button on that, we can still bring some of that into the Ed 2 favor we talk about our real shit, is uh, what sucks is a lot of us come from single mothers that did all that, and we have a lot of respect for our moms. Then we grow up and talk shit about women that's doing it now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's Because they ain't doing it like my mama did it. But you know what I'm saying? But that was your mama, because one of the realest things you got to take so in. So what does that mean, though? No one, one of the real things you gotta take is like when I, when I when I first met my dad at 25, you feel me, and I'm really getting to know him. And I was really, I was really like, man, you know, he he did what he did when he was young, but I had to take in while I'm talking to him. I didn't date my mom, you feel me? Like for 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 me, that's mom. For him, that's probably a side chick, you feel me? And the dichotomy of that to have to accept is some shit, right? And at times we don't take in that like night. I'm gonna say we as you know, so, like a black man collective. At times we don't take in like we be shitting on single moms. We be talking shit about baby mamas and all that shit as if we don't come directly from a baby mama. And that, that irony trips me the fuck out, you hear me? Because some of them baby mamas are some shitty baby mamas. And my mama was a great woman. From your perspective. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, all right, so check this out, check this out, check this out. I think that's a good point because it's like as you get older, like before my grandfather passed last year, he, I, I randomly went home. Speaking of Devon, oh, I wanted to bring it up. So the hurricane hit last year, or was supposed to, right? In August of last year, my mom hits me five days in a row, dog. Every day, she's like, "Mom, you should come home, cause you know the hurricane's hitting." I'm like, "No, nah, mom, they said it ain't gonna hit. I'm good." Next day, how you doing? You know that hurricane's still coming? No, it's not, mom. We good. <laughs> she hit me uh, in like two more days of that. Sunday morning, I wake up at like nine o'clock last year. She's like, Mom, how you doing? I was like, I'm good. So are you coming home? I was like, no, Mom, I'm not. The hurricane not even supposed to hit no more. Like, if it does, they talking about Tuesday. She hit me with that. Well, you know, when Katrina happened, it wasn't the hurricane. It was- <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I left, but at this point, it's five days in a row. I'm like, all right, man, whatever. I'm packing up now. I'll be home tonight. So I get home. We do all that. And I wasn't supposed to be home. And then so my grandfather is up one day. And I was like, you know what? I kind of just want to talk to you. So I threw my phone down, put it on record. I got like a three hour interview of him, like giving me a recap of his life. And so, like, how you were talking about earlier uh, about how, like, um, you know, like shit just kind of happens. Cause, like, my mom didn't beg, if my mom didn't like bug me and nag me for five days, I wouldn't have went home. I wouldn't have had that. Uh, so, that was dope. And I forgot how I got there. Shout out to his grandpa though. Our grandfathers were best friends on some funny, funny That enough. is wildly enough how we met. <laughs> we actually had already. Did we meet before? Dude. We were cool at Dylan. And then we found out. What's funny is what you don't remember is what I remember is I remember being a kid playing with you. Oh. Funny enough. I remember this because like I remember my grandparents used to go by your people. Yeah. And they used to just put us together. And I just remember like (laughs) certain images of like, because that's when I saw you at Dillard, why you look so familiar to me. Because I'm like, man, this motherfucker look familiar. And I couldn't, you hear me? But like, yeah, our grandparents, our grand, and like, and what the realest nigga shit was. Your grandpa was one of the only people like at my grandpa funeral that like knew him from way back. Like he stood yeah. up and was like, "Yeah, that was my, you know, that was my friend or whatever." And I was like, "Man, respect for that always." So, big oh, ups. I was getting to the pet, the thing about talking about how we get older, and it's like the older you get, you find out like who your parents really were and are as people, as people and not just like the mom or dad mm-hmm. and the entity. A, so my, say, partner, my partner always says. Man, and I told you this before, man, the older I get, my mom be more like my girlfriend, you dig? Mm-hmm. The way she act, like I can see the, you know, the things that my girlfriend Dynamic doing. Dynamics change, yeah. dynamics change. Yeah. 
And that's, and that's all I'm saying about it. It's like what you just were saying. Like there are people too. Like that meme that goes around. You're watching your parents grow up, and you don't realize it because they're still <laughs> figuring it out. Some of us are here, are parents. You know what I mean? And to your kids, you're one thing, but you you know you you so you still you and your other entity and your other shit. So it's like it don't make no sense to be shitting on each other when we know we got all like so much. We're not, a, we're not we don't have enough grace with each other. Period. I think that's the thing. You know what I mean? As black people with each other, men and women, we don't have enough grace. I think it's wild how like we were kids thinking niggas at thirty had they had everything, they had everything together, <laughs> thought they was perfect, thought like, like that was cool. Like, Damn, yeah. thirty is not what the fuck I thought okay, it was. So we just making this happen as we go. <laughs> so I want to ask you something about: Do you feel any of you guys that you have a male biological clock? Nope. I feel like as long as I have money like Bob Marley, I do what I, I, I can do what this I want. Wild. When I it comes been, to like money and kids, that's the only thing that's holding me back from having so many. <laughs> so I think it's ironic you 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 brought that up because I've been thinking about this probably for like the past couple months. Um, I think not one of my biggest fears, but like I never wanted to be like the single nigga at forty something, and I try to holler at my boys to do something on a Friday, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, Ah, nah, I can't. You got to do the family time. And then, like, as the world started opening up and I'm DJing, I see, like, these 40-year-old niggas, like, in the club trying to holler at 20-year-old girls. And, like, they be like, I'll buy y'all all shots. And then they be trying to, like, take them home and to the hotel. And I was like, ew, nigga. <laughs> and then, like, the older hitter was like, I ain't got nothing in common with, like, a 25-year-old guy. Because I'm going to just be talking. And, like, if I crack a, like, a, if I crack a bro man reference, like, yeah. you know what I'm talking <laughs> or about. Or a stoop kid. Yes. Yeah, 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 <laughs> a stoop kid. Oh, so I don't know if it's a biological clock, but I've been thinking about certain things as far. Well, yeah, I think it's a biological clock in the sense of how much time I have like on Earth. So how long would I actually have to be with those kids? Like you do the math, you start, you know, you pop, you can pop out a kid at like 40, 42. You're going to be 60, 62 by the time they're 20. Your knees ain't gonna work. Like, that's actually one of my biggest fears. Like, I don't want my kids to cross me up while he's like five. Like, damn, man. You're supposed to be like 14 at least. Like, if a nigga 46 with bad knees, you just gotta eat that L. Like, damn, I'll be whooping dad ass. That's right. Be like, damn. Yeah, like that nigga get you one cross, man. You know everybody like Steph now, so they gonna shimmy on you. I'm good. So I think a biological clock in the sense of time, in the sense of how much time you have to be with your kids. Uh, I don't think, I don't think it's a biological clock in like when I can have them. Cause I mean, my great, my great grandfather had like his last kid at like. Ooh, I want to say 66, 67. But see, that's the thing, though. He was also the, I mean, she was like 20 something, too, so kind of nasty. Oh, wow. <laughs> but the, the thing is, though, is like when you had your hey, first. For a larger family history, it's a wild shit to go now. It's a wild shit to family reunion. Let me tell you, dog. My grandfather was in the war, in the Korean War. Oh, well, you already know. You yeah. probably got family you don't know about. That's strong, <laughs> hard up. Hard and up. Go to Korea and be like, yeah. I'm talking about what? I'm a jump. I know you. We look like. Grand up. Grand up. I'm getting Allen. You know what I'm saying? Getting yeah, yeah. Allen. Man, but like. I am Joe Sun. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about? Quick second. We were talking about giving them a biological clock. clock. The clock. Yeah, I, said, I think it also changes when you when you have a kid. Like when you first have your first kid, the clock kind of changes for you. You know what I'm saying? Like like you never like I never got a chance to experience an older clock. Like if I got in the age of like 35, because I had my kid at 22. 
You know what I'm saying? So, like, situation. Yeah. So, but like, I, think I, I ain't got no clock. You know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> and then I, I think when you start talking clocks, too, you gotta, like, you you know, like, how old is, like, your girl gonna be? And then you gotta start talking, like, them complications with her. Like, do you want a big, like, multiples? Like, I think that all plays into, like, the, the things and the thoughts. Adoption is always up on the You way. actually had a good point a couple of years ago you had made on Facebook. And I was like, that's kind of the life I want to live. Uh, when you were like, um, like if something happened and you were just having to get a girl pregnant, then you'd just be like, oh, all right, well, I got the kid. I don't really need the marriage. I was like, hey, that's smart. <laughs> I like the way that they think, man. That's like optimal as fuck. Like, well, that's glass. A glass half full. Okay, I gotta say this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I feel that way specifically anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. But no, 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 no. Life but no, <laughs> no, this is what I'm Probably saying. This, this is what I'm life. saying. <laughs> that's smack, bitch. That's smack. Change your life around. <laughs> no, what I was saying was, but it, it, I, I still uh, feel that way to a degree. At the same time, is that's not something I, I lean into as much. It's like one of those things of. I was saying that if I had a kid before I got married, which is something I never wanted to do, mm-hmm. but if it was to happen, I wouldn't be as pressed to get married because there's something about like the kid side of it, I feel like. If I was to die tomorrow, I have no kids. So I feel like, I, aside from my career and shit, I had no legacy that I'm leaving. I got no little me here. And that kind of fucks with you the older that you get, you know what I'm saying? Versus, like you said, I can be 40 and find the love of my life. You know what I'm saying? That's not saying I don't want to have a love of my life, but. If you have the kid first, I'm not as pressed to find a love of my life. But when you when I'm thinking in the terms of I want to get married, then have kids, then I'm feeling more pressed to be like, damn, where's where my love at? So I can get to my legacy as well. You know so, what I'm saying? So that's why I was at when I made that, I, that I, post. I was there for a minute and then I recently started seeing some conversations that kind of had me change my viewpoints on legacy. Hmm. Um, Cause I feel like when a lot of people discuss legacy, they kind of mean like uh, kind of their, their offspring carrying on what they started or something or like how how they're remembered through their offspring and i kind of somebody they started making points about like you know having kids doesn't necessarily mean that like your legacy continues in that sense it kind of just means like you know you need to let your kids be who they are and figure their own shit out um and so i don't think i look at it as like legacy um, them existing for me, no, they could be whatever. Yeah, yeah no, no, is legacy. The bloodline needs to be you know, there. You want, just the right, fact well, that just it must the fact, be pure. Yeah, the it's not even pure. None of it. Just the fact of like, I don't want to leave this earth, and I didn't have a kid. You know what I mean? That just, think, but just yeah. nothing. I'm just. I think that's why you gotta have multiple. So if anything happened to one kid, you got other ones you can follow. Even if it was just one, even if I just even even if you you (laughs) better your odds with five. You sounded like you in the wild, like kill off the weakest one. (laughs) Marty, what do you think about jail? And where you where you where you sit with it? Oh, I basically yeah, I kind of second like that. It's 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 really like about like how much time and like sort of what condition am I gonna be in? And like oh shit, you gotta. You gotta get uh, get yourself together. Gotta put them cigarettes down. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's coming. You know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. I'm in terms of that. I'm more thinking of how much time I would have with uh, my child. And I think one of the yeah. bigger things also with that is just like how do I? Because I came up from like a a good upbringing, and I feel like I don't want to. I wouldn't want to bring a kid here that would have to go you know backwards from where i came like i'm big on like generational wealth and like setting kids like i want i want them to be set mm-hmm. like, right um however that however that turns out um and so i think that's one of the bigger factors too when it comes to like why well, i haven't had kids as well because i don't want to just be like 
struggling. No, so when you rich, when you got some money, money. But I mean, you can kids. name your kids whatever. Nigga, like you can do whatever you want. Niggas, kids is out here named like after cities and sir. Like, Man, after food. And whatever Nick Cannon doing out there. <laughs> Lasagna ex- exists out here. Whatever Nick Cannon doing out there, too. I mean, he's, yeah. Like, um, he got the money. Yeah. Uh, so, I, like, so what you were saying earlier about, um, about, about, like, how you, the career versus the love life. Uh-huh. And you was choosing, you know, you was putting oh, career yeah. first. I think, um, ideally, at this moment, I think, like, somebody who is, um, as into their career is probably ideal for me because I think it comes even I think it, it, it's like the it's like the single version I don't know how to describe it, but it's like the single version of like being a single parent or like if you're dating somebody they kind of have to realize that like they're not a priority because like your kid has to get those times so like the single version of that to me is like putting your time and shit into your career and I would like somebody that would uh that's kind of doing the same thing and it, it just depends on uh where we are in life I think like dating for me especially like as I take a step back and figure things out again because I I was never one of those people to be like to kind of specifically know what I wanted from somebody it was just kind of like this is good enough and I think the older I got like one of the things I never wanted to do was I never wanted to um, I never wanted to complete somebody because I Mm -hmm. feel like if you know, like one bad day and throw their whole life no we both gotta be two (laughs) holes coming together yeah we gotta be like I'd rather compliment somebody than complete yeah um, and I think you know it's just like you still need to have time to enjoy that person too. Um, and so and I'm I'm more of a very um I guess it's traditional, but I I feel like it's a slower thing, and I think that's one of the things I've been noticing the more I date is that everything is kind of coming from a a rushed aspect, and I don't know if that's with them like looking at society and like come down on these biological clocks on like how they think they can't have kids after a certain age but it's like I feel like a lot of relationships don't really take the time to like get to know each other um they just kind of rush after like that infatuation so I'd be the nigga and be like we can get past the infatuation I mean <laughs> like, I've learned that I'm on my next relationship son I want to come in like it's a business I want to be like okay what's your expectations what's your needs hell what's your love language I feel like cause a lot cause but that's that's what dating is I think the thing is is like that's what dating is and we're at a point now that people just keep overcomplicating shit like nigga what is a talking stage yeah well, like, what is a what is a talking that people know we're talking like no nigga um, dating relationship marriage but, bam but also but what you about to say, Joe? I I um actually have since I've gotten older and since I hit thirty, have been choosing love life more over than the career. Mm-hmm. And I do that because something about these careers and just you know whatever I want to do, I'll it'll always be there. But I guess with this person I'm with now, not saying it'll be like that for every person, makes me feel comfortable and safe enough to like give me what I need to go accomplish anything so like other careers and all that just like it just something about that coming home to just don't stand a chance and then uh, I guess when you have a family involved into it of the dad dynamic something having about a family really changes a lot of the game because it's like it's like um, I don't know man you you the dynamic just is something that just feels good it's like it's like a sacred Space, you know what I mean? I, I think that it's just undescribable. I feel that way, but it's the other way around. Like I, I just always felt like love will always be there for me. And that's what I'm saying. I think, I think that's what kind of fucked me up in the head. <laughs> like, and 
What's funny is this, like I ain't learning until like getting that smack and going to therapy and shit and learning like different voices and shit, right? And what's funny is you the one of the first niggas that I even hit up with, but I didn't even know you was in, didn't even went man, to therapy been and shit. Like, like two and a half years, man. Like what started you? Um, we, not we, um, I lost a radio job December 18 and I was just kind of floating and it was just kind of like uh, a thing and it was, I, I, I felt like it was a couple things, one. I felt like I didn't want to burden my friends with like a bunch of shit, which is never really burden once they listen. But I also felt like, um, like discussing things with your friends kind of comes with the biased viewpoint, mm-hmm. and so I felt like yeah, I wanted like an outside opinion, and I had done the therapy thing before, um, but it was like a white dude, and it kind of felt like it wasn't when I was with him, it wasn't like a. A thing to get it was kind of like whatever that problem is once you got over that it was like all right you done so uh like i kind of intentionally went out and searched i was like all right let me find a therapist i searched for a black dude like literally the first and only person i saw and i hit up about it i went to my session that's been my therapist for like two and a half years uh so it's been dope because like we we kind of got like this it's cold bonding like we just be talking and he kind of understands like the shit that I he he understands that like my therapy style isn't necessarily what I'll tell you my problem and you give me a solution it's kind of like this is what it is and then we kind of walk it out and like talk it out and like That's try right. to pinpoint shit and like what makes things or how did we get here and what can we do to get away from here or you know like yeah so, so it's, it, it's like more so it's a sounding board it's a real life sounding board for me to like get these thoughts out and then to get an opinion and instead of him being and, like, it's, and it's an opinion that knows the fuck they talking about versus your friends they not you know we're, yeah. they're not you know what I mean and it's not even sometimes it's not even an opinion I'll, qualified I, yeah sometimes it's not even an opinion like I'll say some shit and then he'll just bounce back with a question being like, all right, so what do you think you did to get here? How do you feel? like, Bro, and those questions from therapists, dog, like one of, the, one of the most humbling things is they will ask me a question that I've never thought about about myself yeah. that I don't even have a fucking answer to. Yeah, and that was And like, that shit is humbling as shit. <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of like the first probably year because it was kind of like I was still in that like, I don't know where the trust this nigga type vibe. So I was still like, <laughs> kind of hedging all my answers to like what he was saying and then again it's amazing when twitter is good it's good but i saw a tweet one day that was random as fuck and it just said something along the lines of basically like going to therapy and then like not being completely honest with your therapist is a waste of money and i was like you're right nigga. Right, <laughs> right 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 right, right. you're paying this motherfucker yeah <laughs> so like at that point it just became like a, all right we can you know like no gloves off we started doing like this basketball thing, so like sometimes I tell a nigga he like he ain't come out hot, like he kind of just you know he like four four for twenty from the field going into the half. Hear me. Some days that nigga just come out on fire. <laughs> like I'm like Kobe, and I'm like all right, slay your roll. You ain't that yeah, today. That's cool <laughs> shit, B. For yeah. real, for real. For and so, real. Uh, like I think that was one of the the, the biggest things was like um, I had thought about getting like a black woman as a therapist. But I feel like one of the things with me personally is that like I have so many friends that are women. Mm. And I was just like, I don't need another voice, y'all. It's so funny. Like, every time we say something, I be like, I feel reflected on the opposite end. Like, because I got a black woman therapist because I don't have enough black women platonic friends. I have, like, a bunch. The funniest part about having so many, like, black woman friends is that I posted this shit, too, and I was just like, yeah, dog, you good. Like, I am not a threat. 
to like nothing you got going on because I actually know this nigga. She's <laughs> <laughs> hard. God bless. <laughs> but this is what I wanted to say was like on the therapy thing, I realized that you know what I'm saying what you said about the career aspect. Um, I would like like when they brought something to my attention about like you know what I mean dynamics of like family like my parents shit I get from dad yeah, shit I, I get from mom too. shit I might have not gotten that I needed or whatever that might influence certain actions certain thought processes and such mm-hmm. so you know what I mean one of them was like this thing about like I realized about like female validation you feel me like you know because of whatever with my mom's boom 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 so um I find myself for years always in these relationships like I always had a just in these relationships but not really taking relationships seriously because I'm always in these relationships. I never really had like like you fuck with me like dog like welcome to the streets and shit because <laughs> son like I would have known dude. But that's the thing. But but the problem is I would I would be in both spheres like like for years I would have one these. Foot in, one foot out. I mean before like before I got my had my first adult girlfriend I had these girlfriends. And they knew that I don't want to. It was the classic line. I don't want to be in a relationship. So then I want a girlfriend. <laughs> but dude, if you but but if you if you did if you date with if you deal with a woman and do all the girlfriend shit with a what woman. What's girlfriend shit? Nigga, kick it with them, be there with them. Some one couple of them live with me for a minute. Come on, bro. I can't just be I, like I can't just be like, oh, you're not a fucking girlfriend. And I was whooping that dumbass shit for a minute. And you're not a girlfriend. But one one, one girlfriend. But one thing one thing is I was so such a straight shooter. I was honest, they respected it, and that's how things was able to go. But at the same time, I'm still getting that those same girlfriend things that in a weird way I would be single but not single for so, like Okay, I'm a, uh, one of my, my things with that, because I don't believe in whatever like you do what you want to do with people. Like, um I think one of the things, especially like you can't be So there's a whole thing of women and accountability where them niggas don't get together. It's like oil and water. And so like you'll sit there and tell her it's like you ever had a conversation with a woman and you'll say exactly what you mean and then they hit you back with So what you're trying to say is like, nah, I told you I told you what I was saying. I told you exactly you know, what the fuck what I, mean? I said. I told you exactly what I meant. Nah, but that ain't what you mean. So it's really like you if you didn't have a girlfriend, they had a boyfriend. Because if you already came out and were like was like I don't want a relationship. You weren't really doing. You were doing. I guess. I mean. That I, that is, I would. I cannot lie to myself, man. Dude, there's no way that I can be with a girl for years. Even some of them send me living with me for years, and even though they love me that much, and I'm telling them, I'm telling them you're not my girlfriend, but treating them like a girlfriend, allowing them to treat me like a boyfriend, getting so, all the fucking positives so, okay. and the gifts of so being a boyfriend. But what does that mean? That's but my, what I'm but, but my point is this: I'm filling voids in those situations, but never really taking time with myself. You feel me? Yeah. So, and, and even when I got a girlfriend. Not an official girlfriend this time. You know what I'm saying? And it's still years with this person. Then I get out of that and then I do years with someone else. And it got to the point where I think I was just spoiled by having a companion to the point where I'm never thinking like like one therapist asked me, How can you never go to completion? You know what I mean? Or like, why don't you ever make plans for the future? I never made plans for any futures with any of them. I would just oh. be in there even though so in the so, moment even though anybody that's in a relationship know the relationship gotta go some so, fucking yeah, where but that wasn't so, what I was on okay. oh it's a lot because of I was freaking obsessed with my career and other bullshit it's a lot of points that I want to get to alright so look if you're a straight shooter and you told her you're, you're not looking for a relationship and they continue to I guess feed into whatever you're doing is that who's that on 
why we putting it on anyone? No, point, you can, I'm asking you a question. That, I'm just asking. If you tell somebody what it is and what it's not, and they continue to treat it like what they want it to be, what is but, it? But my point is nothing about who it's on because I'm still talking about what I got. So I'm asking you what are, that's why I, I, I've been asking you what are girlfriend things? Huh? What are girlfriend things? That's why I'm asking you what a girlfriend thinks. Dating them, letting them live with you, spend multiple nights, presents, holidays, they meet your parents. I love you. You know what I mean? Like, it's girlfriend shit, bro. See, like, what, you, think, what are we talking well, no, about? Think, here? Think, but think, that think, is not no, no, a point. No, 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 I think I think that differs because Man, I love your I, shit is, 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 is And I didn't always say I love you, my nigga, but no, no, a lot of that stuff, even without saying I love you, bro. Well, you can, I love you and I'm in love with you. You can say a lot of different yeah. things. I'm saying at the same time, you know as a person with their expectations is you know what you're doing to them, and even if you don't know, hindsight will show you. So, you feel me? What you're, what, not, and they, what they, what they wanted, and a lot of times people will not serve their best interest because that love shit is a chemical imbalance in the brain. So many times we ain't even using our regular sense. A lot of people, male and female, when they get really into somebody, they do shit that's not what they should be doing. So, and then if you are the person that's not as chemically imbalanced as them, it's on you. I think responsibility wise to not fuck them up. I think you heard me. Oh, that's what I've come to learn. So I think, as as somebody, as you stated earlier about like not having a lot of platonic women friends, as somebody that has a lot of platonic women friends, everything that you said that you qualified as girlfriend shit, it should I do with my friends? You fuck them. There was a couple. I mean regularly and do the, and they nah, live nah, with you nah. and you're fucking them. There and was you, one. And, you know what I mean? There that, was one. But that's, and, there's, and there's a different but, line of expectation too. No, bro. but there's not if you already said what it is. I don't want a girlfriend. Think, but think. that's that 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 you we can really hide behind that shit. Because actions still do more than well, words. No, I think nigga. if that if that's your thing, then you're basically saying that you don't want you want a girlfriend, you just don't have it in you at that time to commit to one. But person. that was still at that time. What I'm saying is I eventually did get a girlfriend and then I got another girlfriend and my point still remains. I'm in these relationships, whether quotation marks or not quotation marks, and not taking relationships seriously as any as anything that I, to the level that I should. So then I look back, and now I'm in my thirties, and like, wow, you're saying like I feel like you know I'm good. I'm feeling like, damn, there's a lot of time I wasted in not taking relationships seriously or not like checking myself or not because, and I would have found certain perspectives if I didn't go to. Oh, I mean, sure. uh, hold, 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 well, you were in companionships. Yeah, that's probably your best. You had a main one. That's and, and the thing like. is, that stems from a, uh, insecurity of like having someone there, and you know, there's other things that would come from with that. But like, yeah, like, yeah, like I, that's that's all it is. It's not really nothing about like you know telling them what they should have wanted. Us in the, I mean, like, I mean, it's all about that. I'm saying it's like it's not saying it's not anybody's fault. It's I, the fact that like you. Actually had some other I shit going on that you didn't recognize, and that's why you needed that security of them staying there, even whether it was a title or not, because it, you know them being there was a safe net for you. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm recognizing the void that I was filling. You feel me? And, and but then and, that goes back to the completion thing. Yeah, you weren't whole, and they weren't whole, and y'all were kind of just. So in a way, you 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 were thriving in a toxic situation because you had a void that you probably hadn't recognized yet, and whatever. You were lacking, or whatever you wanted, they gave it to you in that moment, and vice versa. They feel they feel your need for companionship, and you did the same for them, just on different levels. And I'm understanding all of that, but all I'm saying is, as I look back, because at a point you gotta, you know, you gotta take your responsibility and accountability in the bodies that you leave. You feel me? And if I noticed that I was treating unicorns like horses, and I'm feeling like, you know, what I mean, they were coming with certain expectations, and I'm not meeting the shit. Even though I'm acting like I'm with the shit, even if I'm saying one other thing, dog, I gotta look at 
my fuck ups is all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Even even if even if I had the best of intentions, because it's not like I get goddamn situations thinking, ha ha let me oh. let me fuck up a motherfucker. But, no, you so, feel me? But you've had these conversations before, y'all got together, right? About what they wanted and what they were looking for? Or was it just kind of like... A sometimes yes and sometimes day? no, but you got to also understand too, son, like, and it's unfortunate that this happens, that the contract often changes when you be in relationships and situationships and companionships and all this with people where... We saw people meet people, 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 say, people say one thing in September, but then that next year in September, whether you well, changed your contract or not, their feelings are now different because of, and also if your actions led to them feeling different, there's a certain responsibility well, on also, you. That's also me going back earlier saying that people jump into these uh, relationships and situations without actually getting to know somebody. So niggas will sit there and run their representation out as long as it takes until they get what they want. And then they get what they want and they'll be like, oh, who is this nigga? You remember uh, fucking I'm gonna get you sucker when he took the girl home and then all of a sudden oh, she, she, took like, off, she took off all wow, her shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Free and, around, and that's usually what happens. But that's the thing, son. I think I have just I let him get the fucking know me. Like I'll ride the wave, my nigga, not on the representative representative. No, shit. no, I'm not saying you. I'm saying that they will usually play that wave until they get what they want. And what they wanted was a relationship. And even in the it wasn't an official thing by like a certain proxy. They got what they wanted because it was like a companionship. And then, at a certain, I don't know how they end. Like, when that shit has happened to me, it's always like filling a void for each other until somebody else wants more. And it's no longer like give and take. It's like, you want too much. And I'm like, this is this is my hard line. And once you want me to go past that hard line, like, we ain't got nothing else we can do with each other. Because you want more than I'm willing to give you. And I would say, I think also, if you take bad habits, like... I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of things go with that. But when I'm speaking about the biological clock as well, that's mm. career shit and that's kid shit. You feel me? Mm. And I found myself hiding behind the justification of let me get to this career and wasting time in other avenues that I wish I didn't. And I didn't even realize that until finally getting out of a relationship fully. Because mm. like every situation I've had is. I don't even think I even got a chance as adult me to even like reflect on or realize what do you want adult you because you just been rolling you've been living you've been rolling you know what I call those type people like serial monogamous because it kind of like it distracts you from going out into this I don't know what you're there one of my things is that like my my therapist says I have like crippling anxiety so the thing about anxiety is that um Perfectionism is like a um, a byproduct of like having anxiety, mm-hmm. and because of the perfectionism, that always leads to procrastination and shit. Mm-hmm. So because like if I if I do something, it's got to be like bam, right. it's got to be perfect. And then once once the anxiety starts creeping in, I'm like why it's not gonna work, and then you just be like well fuck, it's not gonna work, and then you just put that shit to the side and you don't do it. So it's like this real vicious cycle of like. Damn, I got this fire ass idea I want to do, but it's like, dog, it's gotta be perfect. And I think even as my art, I think as a creative, it's even worse. And one of the things I had to start doing was like talking myself out of like certain shit like that. It was like, you know, it really is sitting there and having a conversation of being like, damn, what what really happens uh, if it's on the other side? Like I saw this fire quote from uh, uh, well, Jason Sadaka said it, but it was from uh, Michael J. Fox, and he was saying basically that like. So what happens if um, the worst thing actually, like if all you do is think about the worst thing and then the worst thing actually happens, you didn't have to live through that shit twice. So you might as well think about the positive shit. And so I kind of been more on that side of things. And I think that play, that's played a role in like relationships to a degree because maybe I've 
I've I've thought that whole thing out, and I've been like, okay, this is good now. Like the girl, I'm like kind of dating now. Lives in L.A. Like I, my biggest thing, and I've told her this a bunch of times, is that like I keep dating, and like in my head, I'm just waiting on this other shoe to drop, and I'm like, I know that bitch coming. I know something's gonna fuck up, and I'll be like, bam. And then to me, what that means is that I'm probably looking for a way out. You projecting she? Yeah. So I'm looking. I'm waiting on her to fuck up to be like, aha! I knew it, and I get the fuck. And like, in a way, that's sabotaging off the top. Yeah, and that's that's like a byproduct. And so I think the the I I don't not the inverse, but I think when you do that thing of like, in a way, it's still like running through women, even though it's not the the quantity might not be as big. If you keep bouncing from like relationship to relationship, you really hulling yourself and her because you still haven't figured out who you are and what you want. So all you're really doing is like damage. Well, I wouldn't gonna say damage. I would say you kind of like y'all both just kind of floating until it no longer serves your purpose. But then once one of y'all realize that it usually usually what happens is that like she realizes she wants better or somebody else steps up and gives her the shit she wants. Yeah. And because you haven't figured out what it is that you want or who you are as a person yet, all you do is it's kind of parasitic because you just latch on to the next person that'll let you do what you've been doing. Right. And it goes back to that comfort level. It, yeah. So and until it, feeling those until, goofy yeah, ass boys. Goofy ass boys. So until people like sit back and realize those types of things, because like. I think one of the, the, the misconceptions and one of the hardest things I had to deal with with therapy is like you just sit there and think all oh, that shit's gonna be like bam bam. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Therapy's only like an hour a week. Like I'm I'm you deal with that shit every day. So I like and it's not just like lilies and sunflowers. Nigga, that's probably therapy is like some of the hardest shit that a nigga has to go. Because it really puts your fuck shit at front street and yeah. you got to deal with it. Because one of the things I want I want to ask these niggas something right quick. After this, but I want to just say like one of the realest things that brought to my attention is, and it's one of the things that made me like kind of disgusted with myself. You feel me? It's like when you realize, like I got to realize like certain things about myself that I thought was norms that shouldn't be norms, and it just and it came to the forefront. And I'm looking, and she had this thing I often bring it up as you live in an autobiography or a biography. You feel me? And I'm looking at how I've been like a puppet in many ways to whether society whether it's upbringing, whether it's whatever, just following along like bullshit. And so when I'm seeing like, damn, I'm just playing a part, I'm, I'm low-key disgusted in that, you feel me? And now it's like I got a different view on who I want to be just based off of the therapist helping me circle that type shit, you feel me? It's almost like seeing yourself from another lens. You like, man, you think so highly of yourself. You saying you this, you try and project this and this. But what's up with this shit? Oh, yeah, I got you with that too. You feel me? You know what I mean? And then when you look at this and you be like, because I often say there's who you are, there's who you want to be, and there's who you think you are. You feel me? And a lot of us get, we struggle between those three. You feel me? So, I think as like a, I don't know, a creative person or an out there person, one of the things that was always, I'm always fascinated in like other people's opinions of me and I don't know why. Like not even on some like ego shit, it's just kind of like, I know, think that's everybody, bro. I think everybody's that. Um, so what you want to ask us? Do y'all want to be married? Yeah. And why? Let me tell you, son, I thought about my marriage since I was a kid. <laughs> You dig? I was one of them kids who was like, I didn't play with no dolls, but I always thought like, you know, I want. You know, <laughs> I didn't play with no dolls. Like I, 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 <laughs> like, I have no like, you know, Ken and Bobby at the at the house and I like that get married. Huh? Yeah, but you got Joe. He said, nah, I, he said I didn't make him get married or nothing, but you know. <laughs> 
It just like uh, I just always thought like I would watch shows like the Jamie Foxx show when he got married. Oh, when Martin had got married and shit like that. And I I'd be like, and I, I was <laughs> right, like, right. I was always for that dog. And so like, I'm also for like you know finding somebody, not even finding somebody, having somebody in my life who I feel like I could really wake up to every day, even though I might not be happy with every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like, think. Well, yeah, that's the thing. People don't realize like relationships is like a daily like choice yeah you ain't that ain't just like oh I love you we together all right this and also roll over and be like like I also think on another level of logic where like I think about this person I don't want to leave with with like with with the shit I have financially with the kids how she you know somebody I I spiritually know that if anything happens to me she can go on and do great things with what we built together you dig so it's just like it's just a bunch of things you know but that's like with only this one shorty I, you know, <laughs> the shorty, it's <laughs> only shorty right here. But every other girl I've had, you know, honestly, dog, I've been through relationships and I've got out of it because, like, I, I, there's a point in my time where I had a clock where I realized I need to get out because I'm wasting time. Because I'm, I know I don't want to, I know I, in the end hall I don't want to be with this person. Mm-hmm. So now I have a final person I, I do on that end hall with. I can get married tomorrow. I'll be honest with you, the only thing that's holding nigga back is the finances. Mm. But you know, that's just a rare occasion for me. I don't suggest anyone test these walls. <laughs> Marty, what you saying, bro? Uh, well, I'm divorced, so. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! I hit the wrong button. <laughs> I hit the wrong button on the wrong nigga. I'm like, nah, nah, it's all good, you know. I mean, there was a year or two where you couldn't, but you know, nah, we're good. <laughs> but uh, but um, yeah, in there was a point after where I was like, hell no, I don't want. No, I was gonna get like. The ring finger, I don't forget which thing is the left hand. I was gonna get a, a X tattooed on that motherfucker just to be like, I want everyone to know, bitch. Never again. <laughs> this is never happening again. Never again. And then um, you know, um I warmed up to the idea. Uh I'm well I'm open to the idea now because I'm single now, so I yeah, it's complicated. You know what? Don't just skip me. I'm, I'm just skip me. You brought a bad vibe. That man took that man took the slow turn. Nah, that man was like out of all the things you say. Oh shit! It was probably on my face. <laughs> he was trying to explain it so bad. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm open to." I mean, I think it's something that I always wanted to do, but I also at the same time had like this fear of commitment. You feel me? And um, and uh, and also probably a fear of responsibility. I never even thought of that concept until therapist brought that shit up. I have it like, cause she said maybe a fear of success. Cause she said maybe a fear of success. And I'm like, no, I don't have a fear of success. I'm I'm with it. I'm with all the shits. You feel me? But she said maybe you have a fear of responsibility. You know what I'm saying? I thought about that for a minute. Like as far as, you know what I mean? Like I feel like some things you grow up naturally in and there's certain things you got to choose to grow in. You feel me? And I think there's certain parts of things that I was like, man, maybe I'm running from this for some reason. You dig? So it's like, I like that circle. I like that circle as far as marriage goes. It's like, I felt like I was stalling it. Like knowing I wanted to get there. Even like the last girl I was with. I totally was about it with her, but it's like, not now. You know what I mean? I need to do this and do this. And like when you brought the career yeah, shit, yeah. it made me go like, yeah, let me let me let me get here first. But let me get here first. And then and then and then you find yourself again 40 and single. <laughs> you heard me? And you didn't even realize like fuck. 
I could have done all that at the same time. Oh, to go back to your thing, like men technically have a biological clock. Well, they have a clock. It's not as biological. It's not. It's more metaphorical when you yeah, say biological. Yeah, like, once you hit like forty and like you ain't never been in, like a long term relationship or married or something, then that's when they start thinking you gay or like something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like, no, it's true. They just had a meme of that. He's forty, no kids, single. What's wrong with them ladies? Yeah. That was legitimately a thing. You know uh, what I, mean? I used to want to get married and then. I don't know, dog. Marriage is just like a business contract. I've been telling, I've been telling my therapist. When I say marriage, I don't necessarily mean if if you want to go to government with it. We'll do, we'll, I'm just mean like life well, partner. Have oh, you know, okay. Define yeah, it for me. The life is how you want to do like, it. Man, I'm signing my life to this. You can, but I know that I I'm not saying it has to be oh, that. Because yeah, yeah. it's, it's the concept of being with one person for life is its own oh, freaking journey, and that's what I'm saying. That shit is wild to me because, like, to go back to the anxiety thing, I also have, like, this fear. I have, like, I have, like, a, um, I have, like, a FOMO thing when it comes to dating sometimes. And I always had, like, I'm still kind of working through it of, like, I feel like, you know, like, if I bag a five, it's like, damn, you, you know, that's your floor now, man. Like, my floor is a five. So it's like, if I got you, I can shoot that six. And you get the six, you like, well, shit, I get the seven. And then you get the seven, and then, like, it just keeps It's going. chasing the ghost. I yeah, know, and, and yeah, I've yeah. been there, too. I've been there, exactly. So, heroin. It's yeah, chasing it's, the ghost, bro. <laughs> and then you get that ten, and then there's always another it's thing. There's always going to be another ten. There's always going to be a twelve. Something happened yeah. to the camera or something? Oh, you scared me. But, like, <laughs> yeah, bro. So, and that's the setup, too, because then you wind up losing years. Yeah, yeah. That shit. I think, or well, the X, I thought, was... The one I thought that was just gonna take some time. Um. Oh yeah, and I just think marriage is weird because it's like I don't know where they they just make it sound like you know once you get married, everything that had happened prior is like because I <laughs> like to me it's like a wedding isn't gonna be like oh I loved you yesterday we're having a wedding today and I love you more it's like you know it don't really to me it don't change much you just had a fancy right. ceremony to let everybody else know this nigga you with for life or in America maybe like three years. So that's how I felt, Marty. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, and then, it was like with an open bar. No, you know, I'll tell you exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, I DJ my homegirl's wedding seven years ago, and we had been running it for like a year and a half. Like she was just telling me all the stressors about her wedding and everything. So I show up to the church, nice ass church, nice ass cathedral uh, in Houston, and I'm sitting there for 20, 25 minutes and just looking. Like, oh, oh, that's a nice ass church. So, and she had been, like, just screaming, like, stressing out over everything, man. I was like, all right, bet. So the ceremony starts, and then the ceremony's over. The whole thing took, like, 20, 25 minutes, dog. And I'm just sitting here looking around again. Like, dog, you've been stressing out for a year and a half over 25 minutes, eh? And you paid how much for this? I'm good. Like, I, if I do it that way, I'd probably do the courthouse joint, and we just have a fire reception. I mean, however you do it is how you but do it. I, I don't yeah. know, man. I think, I think ideally, yeah, because then I think that jumps ahead to like you were saying, on with the kid thing and not wanting to do like the out of way black thing. I kind of want to do, you know, the right way. That's ideal. You know, My homeboy did it the right way. Sean. <laughs> Sean. Sean did it the right way, man. He been with his girl, but he he been with his girl for a long time. Like, and that's but see, like, like, like a lot of times when you hear about like these super successful marriages, it's always people that like. You know, they know know each other. Yeah. Like, and sometimes you do get the ones that like love at first sight, and you know, 
Like, uh, last girl I met, I was dating, we kind of broke it off because she found a new nigga. They got engaged like seven months later. I mean, it'd be like that. <laughs> I understand that. To me, it's just like, I don't know, man. And like, I'm just a lot slower in trying to do these things. Like, even with my, I I know, I know, that's when like the anxiety and shit all creeps in and then you start looking for out there because, you know, that's for life. I mean, I be trying to see everything, mostly, 99% of things, glass half full. So I'll be looking like... I'll be yeah, looking my glass like, half full too. Nigga. I'm just not looking at the full part. <laughs> I'm looking at the full part of a 100% optimistic possibility. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a dope thing, though. I think, like I said, it's, it's, it's something about knowing that's the plan. You know what I mean? And, and that's the thing. I think and it, that's, that's, that's one thing I failed at a lot of times of knowing that's the plan. And I feel like I've wasted people's time in that instance. And moving forward, I'm like, what well, Joe had with it of like, all right, if you're going to... Cause nigga just be single, nigga, nigga should just be single. If you gonna get into a situation, cause it's a union between two people's lives. Time yeah. is a motherfucker. If you gonna take up a motherfucking time, at least be earnest and real with it. So yeah. it's like that's. It is too. I think also though, people be trying to like rush the process on shit too. Yeah, and that's like, the problem. And that's why, cause like I think when that's I was the going problem back to too. The thing yeah. about like it's like dating and like it's like this big revelation for women. All of a sudden, it was like, oh, we should probably talk to one more. Talk to more than one man at one time. I was like, yes, that's what dating is. Nigga. Like, but they not taught that. That's a, that's that's a society thing. That's a whole. That's a that's an issue of society right there. Into that, you feel me? I, I'll say the biggest downfall. Damn, this is gonna sound horrible, but the biggest downfall on either side of the coin in like a woman's life is her dad. Because like, if it fucks her up either way, whether he's there or whether he's not. Okay, bro. Like. I was about to bring this up close and then you say some shit like that. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Without dad, you women like, are fucked. No, he's saying with them. <laughs> you are also have a possibility of getting fucked. Because I feel like one of the biggest have a better possibility of not getting fucked. Because I think one of the biggest problems is we don't teach both genders the same things about dating. Like the fact that we teach boys one thing and girls one thing Definitely. and then wonder why they don't connect is like, well, nigga, you're teaching both genders different things. Yeah, the shit that you let the boys get away with, like the girls, you get like shunned. And and, you know? and that's, yeah. the, that's the setup for some fuckery to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we're into. But you just straight up blame dad. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's really like their relationships with both parents, and then like they kind of depend. Like the, I get to the flip side. So the good side is like if dad is there in life, um, they're they're in not like no, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that laughing, man. But like, so if dad is there in life, then like, um, that's like their first their first love, their first provider. They have like these expectations because dad has done this all their life. The problem I've seen a lot is that normally once they start getting into the dating world, they have dad expectations for niggas that aren't there yet. Or like, they don't really know like that. Man, they vote. It, but it is, because if you, because one of the biggest things to me is that like, you you want me to take care of it. Like, all right, so rule number one, is that like, are we 25 or something? And your dad taking care of you, like taking care of taking care of you? That nigga like 55, 60 <laughs> in the game. He got the money, he can do all that. Number one. Number two, it's your fucking father. That's his job. <laughs> like, that's yeah. what he's supposed to do. I don't know you. Know? You're like, I don't even know if we can pass, like, date three. I think this is a communication issue. No, 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 no. Not me. I'm just... No, no, no. No, no, I'm saying between the genders because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everybody's coming from a different place. And I feel like that's a communication issue because there's going to be some well, girls that's like that. It's, it's like some, that, but if... Oh, and the other thing is that nine times out of ten, especially, like, now that we're hitting this age, you're starting to deal with niggas who came up with that, who probably, like, used to do women file... 
and they like a majority of them <laughs> believed in that bullshit talking about a, a daughter is karma for how they treated women so then they, they set the bar so high cause they did fuck shit and they don't want their daughters to go through the fuck shit they put other women through yeah yeah. so then what that turns into is like and it's fine to have standards and expectations but like you you put me on the same level as like a 60 year old nigga who's nearing retirement and got banked and like you want these type of things from like I feel not I don't know what I'm saying cause it's not lowering your expectations it should be more realistic with what you I feel like that the middle ground there is one like maybe more fathers should be teaching the uh, the honesty of like where where a guy will be at twenty versus thirty. Yeah, but at I the same time, like there's nothing wrong with a girl to expect a certain character qualities from no, a no, guy, I'm not, I'm not, even I'm, if he's not freaking sixty. Okay, let me break this back. I'm not speaking character wise. I guess more so because a lot of them would just fuck with us on that character. Whatever whatever you're you're doing. Doing. That's how I'm winning. That's how I'm winning. The bar, the bar is a little, but yeah, I, I think it's more of like when you start getting into like that. Uh, that I think they take that provider thing a little bit too literal. Because like honestly, in in, in twenty twenty one, with the median incomes of like most of the country, <laughs> I'll make. I would never had a woman expect me to provide for them but in that extreme way. That provide though also doesn't like, even though it's not our fault, it's it's it's, it's systemic. Yeah. It comes from like well, it comes from like all things from not only culture but law. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Women weren't able to have jobs. They couldn't have bank accounts to like seventy something. You know what right. I'm saying? But like, that's another that's another catch too because then like you start dealing with like the right the rise of like Christian you know, religion. What? Who talks about this? Hey, you know did you know like like marriage originally was literally just selling your daughter off? Exactly. For, like, that's, a cow? That's, that's what it was. Um, so it's that, and then you start talking about like the differences between. So, like, again, so there's no blame that we can throw here when you I look was, at the setup. It is, though, because like <laughs> if they're not, if they're again, it's like expectations and standards, and it's like not teaching it, it is because it's not teaching them the reality of the situation. And because I've had this conversation with my therapist a bunch, and he was like, I feel sorry for my daughter because he knows what he's doing by like setting. And she's like twenty something. So like, but that's what I'm saying. There's that middle ground of you can set a certain expectation of them of the, what they should want in an ideal guy while still explaining to them that not everyone's going. That part be doesn't. That's why I'm saying they're it's like the real, 17. the realistic expectation of that. It's like they see the end. It's like how we were saying about you don't see your parents. They just see the end goal of that. And so a lot of them come out the gates expecting that because that's what their dads have provided for them. Which is nothing wrong with that, but like. Not tempering expectations, but you gotta be like be realistic in like situations, man. This like, nigga broke. My see, I all think right, he I, ain't got it like that. All right, he like can't buy me. Look, nigga can't take me to fucking Ruth Chris tonight. Like, but you try to tell me, but you try something. They yeah. got twenty two year olds that y'all dated that met you where the hell you were, even if they had that future expectation or saw your potential. Let me tell you, dog. Women, women, you, women there, stop are, there are all of these out there. Women That's stop meeting you where you were if you're not where you need to be at certain ages. That's like, true you know too. What I'm saying? At 22, you ain't gotta really have a car. Yeah, they'll meet you in their 20s. But they're 30 years old, and you know, some will meet some you in the 30s. They, they just, you know, on certain things. But certain things, exactly. And things change. And that's what I'm saying. It's a certain thing. And then the flip side. Is so that at 22, dog, if anyone is expecting to be, to be balling like that, is really not like that's that just low expect. That's just not under unrealistic person. That this in that. general. But if you're talking about a person at 30. You know what I'm saying? Who had a father who took very good care of them and showed them all this in the third and probably still is helping them out along the way and they expect you to be like that around 30, at least in that kind of realm, then you shouldn't be surprised because what do you expect for yourself at certain levels? Yeah, but that's also that? what I'm saying. It's a lot of people that have those expectations and can't do for self. So that's a whole other... Like, okay. I mean, I definitely want a partner and not, you know, 
another yeah. daughter, but at the same time, I'll tell time, you whatever. I went on a date with my ex in December because, and this was the one, the last one I had, and we had the conversation. We just like skip the bullshit. We just get to like expectations and roles in marriage, and like I would, you know, you always hear the provider shit, and to me, provider was just like, oh, all right, like rent, utilities, <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. So we started having this conversation. She started running it, and I was like, she was just like, yeah, you know, I want a provider and da da da. And I was like, all right, that's cool. And she was like, yeah, so, you know, you got to pay the rent. Cool. Got to pay, you know, like the lights and internet. Cool. Then she started talking about, like, yeah, you got to pay, like, both car notes, all the car insurance. And then she was like, and then but she was like, she'll cook and clean. She'll cook and clean. But I had to help her cook and clean. But she wasn't going to deep clean because we were going to have a maid. I mean, there's a guy for her, though. Just and like, that's what I told her. This is not you. It was me. And it was just like. It, it gets back to like these these weird things of like to me because it sounds like when I when I hear people say these things from like their perspective it sounds like they're still going off like the 60s 70s and what like their grandparents used to do which is a fucked up reality because like that if they learn the backstories behind a lot of those relationships they wouldn't mm. be saying that <laughs> yeah but you gotta also know what you're dealing with I often say you gotta know if you're dating a chick that's a traditionalist or if you're dating a woman but that's a lot of progressive them are, a lot and of some them try to be in the hybrids room. and they wanna be like but you gotta see summer. which you gotta see which hybrid you about driving my G I'm not about driving that one they're like <laughs> that, 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 that one I need, I need a Tesla I need yeah a, I want like a hybrid lightning you trying to give me a Tesla man like, I took a Prius in this motherfucker he used to give me gas. Well, yeah, I think that's the thing because they, they, no, it just sounds so weird. It was like, so you basically wanted to take care of you, but then you still go to work. And it's like, so I'm covering both our lives. And what are you doing? Like, I don't think, like, they be saying that and they were like, well, yeah, you know, back in the day, men used to do X, Y, Z. But I was like, yeah, well, her job was a housewife. Like, well, you need to stop dating those women. I don't date them. <laughs> These are like the conversations I be seeing online. I don't yeah. Problems. Them niggas just. I about to say I don't I don't run into those issues. I ran into them, but clearly I just told you the story. But um, <laughs> there's someone for you, baby. Just yeah, yeah. Um, what was on the other side? I don't know, son. I'm just gonna say this at the end of the day because we got wrap it oh, up yeah, anyway. Yeah, we, <laughs> we got wrap it up anyway. End of the day, heal people need to be dating heal people, and now enough of us are even realizing we got problems, G. And that's on both genders. That was very Jerry Springer, right, son? Yeah, man. Be kind. I'm still <laughs> no, no, I think that's how to do that. It is like a thing, like and bets on your mind. No, you know what I hate though is like this new, this new era of like everybody thinking they're psychologists. Like, and they throwing all the terms wrong. Yeah, me and those be running and laughing at them. But like, you ever been on a date and a chick ask you, uh, like, like girls out there talking about, yeah, I'm gonna go out on this first date with this dude and I'm asking what his traumas are. Nigga, what? My like, trauma is you asking me this question while I'm trying to figure out what my entree is, man. <laughs> so, what triggers you? You asking dumbass questions. What's next? <laughs> I I'm think, so like, triggered. What's the point of that? Because they trying to, like, just, I don't know, man. Like, that shit. And then, like, when chicks just start asking me for, like, my birthday and the time, I just started sending them niggas to co star. Like, screenshot. Like, here, dog. You ain't even got to do all this. It's already right. saved. Nigga. I mean, it's all back to the hippy dippy, bro. Hippy dippy is in, G. I think everybody's just trying to. I think, you know. They trying to fucking up. They trying to look for well, it. Anyway, they need to come with an answer. Which was on the how big your dick is. Let me just start wasting time. I think nigga. they want to, like, shortcut. Who your brothers or family like? Shortcut doing the work that you got to take to get there to give it to somebody. You mean to get to know someone? Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, they just want to skip that. What's your favorite color phase? It's social media. Yeah, once you get to a certain age, like they be like, I ain't got too many more like 
What's your favorite color question? I was like, I ask that shit six days a week, nigga. It was like, <laughs> I might not see you again after the night, the way this goes. Like, and, and, and these and these are, these are the streets that you're telling me I should be so happy to be in. <laughs> well, like because you said, you got to pick it. It's better to be on the porch, on the stoop. Is can't it? find the women on the street. They in the street. You can't. You know what I'm saying? You just they in the street. Maybe in the, in the books. First time this dude saw me out, he said, "Welcome back to the street." Welcome streets. back to the streets. <laughs> and then he said he wasn't in the street, so I said, "He on the stoop now." He made it to the porch, dog. <laughs> and that was that. And to of the day, of the day, of the day, of the day. Of the day. You hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't get a hand signal or nothing, man. You, 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 nah. you gonna learn, bro. I clearly am. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, mean? I think I feel like uh, your boy after he had to replace uh, David Ruffin. Uh, and then, like I gotta come in Otis, and learn all the cues. I mean, Otis, uh, Dennis Edwards, dog. I feel yeah, like Dennis Edwards. Edwards. Yeah. I gotta learn the cues. Y'all niggas been doing my girl so long, and I just oh this one. <laughs> Alright, son. You 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 could be your boy to replace Bobby Brown, dog. Why not? Johnny Gill. Why not? He can dance with oh. shit. We can sing. He I'm going to get to one of each of these things As we press the time For First <laughs> off, Bats Nerd Out Moment Bats Nerd Out Moment Bats Nerd Out First off, shouts out to the Emmys and all the blacks, all the black people, all the blacks, all the blacks, all of them. Emmys so black, bro. That's what I'm rooting for. All of them. Mm-hmm. Every last one of them, even the ones going against each other. Like reparations. <laughs> you hear me? Like light school, like like like. Also, uh, we all win. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is doing a Black Superman HBO Max series. Interesting. I don't. He's gonna be Superman. He hasn't decided yet, and uh, it is the Vel Zod Superman, not Clark Kent. This, this, he's because you know, uh, Tanahasi Coates is writing. I uh, guess r- rumored to be a Black Clark Kent story. But Michael B. Jordan's like, no, I'm gonna take one of the actual black Superman. One is named Calvin Ellis, one is named Valzad, and he's doing a series with HBO Max through his production company, uh, Valzad. That's dope. Live action. Long as he, Live action. He yeah. needs to be the villain. I don't want Michael B. Jordan to be Superman. I can see him being Valzad. He ain't no Clark Kent ass nigga, but he could do the Valzad version. I gotta read up on Valzad. Yeah, he that's, that's not this. Not, that's not the same he character. He's more swaggy and, more, and less cornbread. Yeah, that's why I said I never want him to be Clark Kent because that would have been. Kent's there's nothing about Michael B. Jordan. You put glasses on that nigga. I'm still gonna think nigga. No, no. That's the wildest no. disguise in the world. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> just throw on some glasses, Clark. Superman? Take them off, bro. Guess, let's right? see. If, let's see. If we, let's see. You don't see nothing, nigga. You're and different. I'm, You're different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's called astigmatism, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what's different. I can't see you as clear, <laughs> bro. Space Jam Two was not that bad. I agree. So, I, I fucking I agree. agree. So here we go. Here we go. Check this out. I went and watched Space Jam One again. <laughs> I know. And I was Me like, too. damn. Me too. It's still more magical than Space Jam 2, dog. Fuck it's you. Still, no, you're, you're wrong. You're, wrong. you're so wrong. That you soundtrack. So fucking, no, the no. soundtrack is untouchable, bro. And, and the fact that the tunes led the movie, you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> like, oh okay. man, like, bro. How much did you attest to the fact that like, Bill Murray that was like a, that's a nostalgic thing to you, though? What you saying, Mark? Yeah, you vehemently disagreeing over here. Yeah, no, it's like. I don't know. I caught I caught a couple things watching uh, Space Jam one, and I didn't before. Uh, just like how, like I don't. Know, as a kid, I wasn't into the baseball era. I was like Michael J- Michael Jordan on the basketball court. I know that, but all the the shots and shit they were taking at this yeah. nigga through the entire movie about his baseball career. I'm like, God damn, I'm surprised he let this shit happen. Like, like, but no, it was hard. yeah, he went back in and uh, 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 Bugs was like, we need you, we need your help to play basketball. And he's like, I can't. I'm a baseball player now. And Bugs is like. Right, uh, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. It's like he just went at him hard, dog. And um, but like I, I dug this one, dude. It, it had, I fuck I, with it. I fuck the new. I fuck with the new one so hard, dude. Like they, so I don't. Know, I feel like they it. went for it. They, they, I just feel like they went for it. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they kind of took all those Warner Brother properties bad and just kind of threw that shit in. I kind of, I, like, granted, some of them were hit and miss. You, you, you start asking questions, you're asking too many. Um, <laughs> but you know, as far as like it, okay. I, well, wait, you know what? I take that back. Uh, the one knock I, I will give against it is that uh, it's a kids movie, mm-hmm. but like the references aren't for the kids. They never but, really are. And the, but they're all over the place. Yeah, I know. Like older, older, old man Marty now. <laughs> you know, looking at it through those eyes, it's like, oh shit. Well, yeah, this is a kids movie, but like they're not gonna know half of these things. You know what I mean? That's like if you go back and like as a like as an adult when I started watching Ren and Stimpy and like Johnny Bravo and shit like that, I was like, yeah. Why were they showing kids and shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. maybe like, but you as a kid, you don't. You, You're not you processing it like that. Yeah, you live that life yet. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. Know what's going on? Right. right. For me, Space Jam Two, um, I liked it once we got LeBron in Tune World. Yeah, a lot of shit before that was mad corny, but when we got him in Toon World on, yeah. I was riding. It was fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of writing, especially for Don Cheadle, was corny as shit. But again, okay. it's a kids yeah, movie. I'm going to accept yeah. it because, like they said, and when they talk about LeBron acting, like they say, Michael Jordan wasn't Denzel, y'all. Why y'all acting like Michael Jordan was this amazing actor or something? But no, why? Because they gave, they gave him so little lines that <laughs> yeah. he couldn't fail. Like LeBron, but cartoon was LeBron worked though. I like cartoon LeBron. That's where he worked the best. I That's think. really where he worked the best yeah. as a cartoon, honestly. And it was kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't hate yeah. it. I thought I was going to hate it. I didn't hate it. It just you know. I had very low expectations. Yeah, that's me too. That's why I I think that's why it worked in any way for me. Yeah, I didn't have low expectations because LeBron don't play that shit. All right, I had low ones. All right, I mean, play man, no, he don't. He don't. But I mean, you know, it's yes. All right, King James, do not set shit low. And then I saw it after everybody trashed it online for like a week. But that was like a bunch of grown ass men talking, keeping that Jordan versus LeBron. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's like because like the thing about this. The, the, uh, and another thing was is Jordan is un, uh, undeniable on, on all accords. I think like like it's sort of unanimous for him, right? But like LeBron James is sort of undecided quite yet. Because we're still in his era. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, I mean, we still kind of enjoying Jordan like, doing Space Jam. I'm right? saying in like 20 years, LeBron's gonna be looked at much differently. You He's know, what I'm saying? it'll be in probably five. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, in the future. As soon as they yeah. retire, it's going to be like, oh, because then they're going to start trashing. Like, it's probably going to be honest in the next two, nigga. And then if Zion get there, it'll be like, he ain't no Bron. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, but I stopped having that argument with this because I started asking them how old they were during Jordan's first three-peat. Once they <laughs> age, I'd be like, we ain't got nothing to talk about. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yo, you didn't see You don't even go here. 
You don't even go here, man. What legs are you trying to? Jordan didn't have nobody on the first three feet. All right, dog. Nah, it's hit. All right, scrolling on. Bro. <laughs> well, that was that bats. Yes. Nerd out moment. No. That was a quick one. That was a quick one. Let's get that no, huh? Bitch, Bitch I, I know, know you lying. Bitch, I know you fucking lying. All right, y'all. Uh, I want to get in a, a hybrid of things on this little on this topic. The baby Lil Nas X Ti. <laughs> so number one, Lil Nas X video. Like three different things. Yeah, the baby is his own one right now, right? He yeah. he brought yeah. out Tory Lanez during uh, the Rolling Loud thing, and that was like after you know he's supposed to be close to Meg, and that was a big thing. Uh, he got here with a shoe, but the main thing. Uh, <laughs> yes, sorry, right, right, the main. I know what the main. Thing the main is. thing. Who got here with the shoe? The baby got here with the shoe. Oh, okay. that shit was hilarious. He had that George Bush mm-hmm. treatment because no, the nigga threw the shoe and he ducked it. Who was it that threw that busted ass? Adidas. Adidas. <laughs> yeah, but then he went on this random little tirade about this is the best part about um like you know what I mean put your phones up if you're not with that gay shit that dick sucking shit that age shit nah nah this is like so that's what that was about he I said saw, yeah. put your phones up if you ain't coming out here with HIV or AIDS or one of the diseases that kill you. Put your phones up if your pussy don't stink. If it's, no, it smell like water. Yeah, it smell like water. Put and your phones like, up if you ain't in the parking lot sucking yeah. dick. And that nigga was like, yeah, that's, that's the one like, what? That's the one I saw. Everybody was like, And then what? your boy was like, real talk, real talk. I had to listen to it like three or four hey, the, times. The like, is he saying what he's saying? Living different lives. Keep it real. The DJ with the backing. I was like, yeah. Backing my favorite part of that. Right. None of that gay shit. Yeah, bro. And uh, he came with some kind of explanation. That's what that's called. That's what that's called. Because I'm a live performer. I'm the best live performer. I'm the live show killer. You interact with your fans. You get what I'm saying? I hope the lights went up. Gay or straight? You want to know why? Because even my gay fans don't got fucking AIDS. Stupid ass. They don't got AIDS. He is really taking that 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> You get your dick sucked in the park a lot? Nigga said they have class. Yeah, yeah, but... Uh, that shit hilarious, dog. Uh, I do want to mention that the biggest winner of all this shit that has happened was Kodak Black. How? Because Kodak brought Tori out, like, either Friday or Saturday on stage, and that was, like, a big uproar. But and then the baby just took it off. Yeah, because the baby wound up doing it. The baby performed right after Meg, too. That's mm. what made it that much worse. Damn, nigga. Yeah, mm. so, and then they're good. So, I don't know, they never been on one like the past. I was riding with him with the kids, but I can't, you know. Well, the, the baby said all that shit, of course, and it's like, dude, like, you ain't even say any of that. Like, how, 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 that's how we get people hyped to throw up their hands now. Like, fuck gay people, if you suck your dick with the AIDS, fuck Ain't none of my fans got AIDS. Like, if you do, you're not a fan. Like, that shit was very specific. My, yeah. my music deflects people with AIDS ears. 
You can't hear the baby music if you have AIDS. Right. You, like, you can never be a fan of the baby if you have AIDS. We don't have it over here. And then and then um T.I. tried works. to come through and say, man, well, it's free it, it, well if you if you're gonna let Lil Nas X do what he do, then that's about equality. And I'm like, yo, that is that don't that's, that's, no. that's not, that that's, don't that's fucking connect, bro. That's, it's that's, such that's a false equivalent. That's apples and, and machetes. You know bro. <laughs> I remember when Twitter started and everybody was like, Oh my god, I can't wait to hear him thoughts of like my favorite celebrities and in the back of my head I was like this shit is not gonna go the way you niggas think and it, and it didn't and it didn't because T.I. is one of my favorite rappers and like in the recent times he just keeps saying and doing and dumb like, shit and I'll be so Why mad because that nigga's huh? catalog is like undeniable but like niggas yeah. not gonna remember the music because you saying dumb, dumb shit dumb shit all the time and it's like in the, in, 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 what I hate is too often like if it's the white man saying some shit about black people we don't ride that well the white man get that freedom of speech shit but whenever one of us saying whenever some gay people doing something it's like well freedom of speech whenever someone's straight is saying something against gay people well it's freedom of speech I'm like my nigga that's a black person too is it black lives is it Uchi Wally or is it one mic that's a gay black person all of a sudden cause, cause so many people are so and it's so weird that this little Nas and I fuck with Lil Nas X for what he's doing you had an interesting statement about him recently how they, they, they make it more they make it more about the imagery than the music and the music is fucking good and I'm like bro none of the, Im- the, the I'm, I'm with him on Man. the fact that none of the imagery he's doing is nothing that we don't see in straight imagery mm-hmm. all the fucking time we always see the most sexual of sexual straight shit. We do not better eye. Our kids see the most sexual of sexual straight shit. We do not better eye. A lot of times, you feel me? We grew up on some of the most sexual sexual straight shit. But the moment this dude got a got a dude shaking his ass, oh my god, what are you doing to I the kids? That is one of the most hypocritical things we got going, bro. I don't think it's ever about what it's doing to the kids. I think it's niggas been aroused. And- <laughs> they, like, they, they like seeing 20 oiled up niggas popping in the house, I'm not like, oh my god, how do I feel about that nigga's gay? Get that shit on my screen. I mean, it might be a lot of it, son, but it's like you can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> When they when they when they be like I'm not being homophobic, no, you are being fucking homophobic, dog. Like what? Like yeah, that? but I'll accept that you don't understand that you're being homophobic. You know what I'm saying? Accept that we're 2021, and Ti tried to come back and explain it on his live. Of no, I I got I ain't saying nothing against the gay people. I'm like son. This dude just went yeah. on some really awesome hate speech shit the baby just did. Because it was unprovoked. It came from the, to say shit. It came from nowhere. Now you're trying to say it's equal to. One artist pushing more imagery for equality and to make shit normalized is equal to someone saying, fuck you if you got AIDS and don't be a dick sucker in a parking lot. That, the the, the, <laughs> the, the lot to me about all this shit all the time is like, I don't know if you know this, you don't have to watch this shit. <laughs> like, how do you know yeah. niggas is popping in jail? Did you watch the video? I mean, like, <laughs> even more is what this man said. You ain't gotta say shit. Whatever you might believe, you could believe it without having, because that's the thing, because I'm going to look at Tip like Tip. If you sold freedom of speech, why did you bump heads with Candace Owens? She freedom of speech. You know what I mean? If you sold freedom of speech, why don't you be repping for Russ Limbaugh? He freedom, like, you know what I mean? You, 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 you coming, you come, you know what I mean? But you, you coming against, you coming against, you, this, this is an odd little thing that you've been touched on. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, your homophobia that's is a, showing, my nigga. And I hate to see one of my favorite people being like, damn, nigga. And you're in the yeah. middle of a case right now. Know. So why are you even saying that's, any fucking thing? He don't know. That's what he ain't, he said that's the niggas that came up from like that certain era and they didn't really like we we came like kind of right after them even OTI like what six seven years older than us or some shit like that that's kind of like you know that, I don't know that's you know some niggas just not open to learning the older they get or they just so stuck in their ways of ill that's gay 
always had When I realized that like more gay men meant like there wasn't as much competition for the chicks, I was all here for it. Dog. Like, that's what I'm talking about, dog. Equality. I don't, I don't get people's fascination with what other people doing in the bed or whatever. That's, they, that's your business. Like, the amount of time that you're going to spend fucking is nowhere near any amount of time I'm going to spend with you any fucking way. Like, I don't know what y'all, when your last time y'all fucked, how am I supposed to know? I don't give a goddamn. I don't care who you fucked. I don't oh, know. I thought that was a question. I no, like, I don't need to know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. It's like the fact that people be so obsessed with, oh, you're gay, you're not. Who cares, nigga? Like, when you kick it with the nigga, you ain't fucking him or you ain't fucking her. You hear me? I had my business. Uh, the crazy shit is like, so uh, we do this brunch on Sundays and I've been having it. I've been having a rolling conversation with one of the young kids. It's like 21. And he's so... Um, he doesn't understand that just like men cross dress or wear like clothes and shit. He keeps saying that's gay, and I was like, no, that's not. There's only one thing that makes you gay. <laughs> <laughs> clothes don't make you gay. Nail polish like, well, don't yeah, make you gay. Play, well, I mean, yeah, nope. it might just be feminine, but they're not gay unless they, you know they like the same they sex. Have the sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the clothes, son. Right. Yeah, you would think it's so simple, bro. And and, and, and all the norm not, like, How does that? So then, if that's the case, like. If chicks tomboys, does that make them gay? <laughs> like, how does that work? You only like and yeah, there's a lot of old freaking thought processes that I hope we could just purge out as a generation. I think <laughs> keep I think going. We, I we, don't know. The craziest part to me is that as much as I be seeing that shit, I I'm always surprised by how much like homophobia I see spewing from black women. I see that a lot. Like one of the blind spots about black women is more biphobia to me than homophobia. Yeah. I think it's both. I, I it, it, it's both, but dude, like you, one might get a little bit more. Yeah, the by, by they, they will not. A lot more. of them will not take that lick of being biphobic. Uh, it, it's no. You 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 might get them to admit some homophobia before you could ever get them to admit I biphobia. Don't like a man yeah, man, many times, times, not all the time, but many times. If he gay, he gay. I don't want no gay man. How that work <laughs> when y'all was out here getting drunk? Never mind. Cause I'm college. I know. I know a lot of college lesbians. It's just. I know a lot of college lesbians. It's also funny that you mad that this man might fuck a dude or might be attracted to a dude like you're not attracted to dudes. <laughs> like so, it's dirty here. But hey, I remember that episode of SVU where that nigga was talking to Ice T and he was like, "I might have sex with men from time to time, but I'm not gay." <laughs> and Ice T was like, "Newsflash, you're gay." <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, that can't lie. Twenty twenty one, bro. Nah, that's like one of my favorite clips that I always. <laughs> it's just, and then like the look on that nigga face when I see he's calling the game. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, a nigga saying news flash game. <laughs> but, but yeah, so like the the we we way past trying to. Like box people, and that's like at that that we gets beyond me when we still got people being like, "This is what you are." No, that whatever that person says they are, that's what they are. I'll give like they define themselves, and we should just accept that shit off top. I just didn't like having to figure out what the new like. I mean, it's just I'm glad they just added the plus because it was too many letters being added, and I couldn't keep up. Though. See, I don't know if that's offensive, so I'm gonna move to the next thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how was that? No, huh? Bitch, I know no, you lying. You got any sports, bro? Man. Fuck yeah! And I'm gonna probably say this mm-hmm. shit for the next oh, I time, it was three. so we can cut out on time. The only thing I will say is, 
good shit to the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis put up 50 points in his last game. You know what I'm saying? He had a triple-double, I believe. The boy is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I watched his growth through this whole time with the Milwaukee Bucks. He really deserves it. I really wanted Chris Paul to get it. But, shout you know, out, yeah. I, shout I out to the uh, greatest Pelican of all time getting that ring. Yeah, Drew Holiday. Yeah. Yeah, Drew yeah. Holiday, that, that ring, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to that boy. Ball. Shout out to turning into a new player when you get somewhere else, you know. Shout out. I think shout that's a Drew. Drew just not going. Drew is never going to be your first or second option because his offensive game too inconsistent. Yeah, but like defensively, you know what you get there at night. But I'm not mm-hmm. sitting there expecting Drew to give me 20 every night. No, mm-hmm. I'll take a good 11 or 12 from the nigga. <laughs> like that nigga 17 give me, at the top. Yeah, that nigga give me 20, 22. I'm like, oh, this nigga. Oh, yeah, yeah, he gonna happen tomorrow. But <laughs> <laughs> where y'all fall on the NFL making the vaccine mandatory? Cause I uh, see people losing their jobs and shit over here. Man, listen, dog. Bitch. Right, it is what it is. I gotta get vaccinated really? to teach. The fuck, that's looking the same way. Go play football, you won't be around watching niggas sweat and breathe. I think you don't like... I think it's... it's, it's Go get vaxxed, dog. It just makes sense. You don't have the... Like, in, in America, like, you don't really... You can you can have... The, you can make the decision to not get it. But if that's the rules your employer, like, says has to go on for their shit, and you'd be like, nah, I mean, you just ain't got a job. You made your choice, <laughs> like... Cause that's what happened with your boy, and then you start. It, it turns into like this whole other thing of like, coaches gonna get it worse than players. Cause like players affect the bottom line. A coach nigga is just uh, somebody big on your spot <laughs> for less money anyway, nigga. So yeah. whatever. But like you got a nigga like DeAndre Hopkins, like them niggas, they'll try and figure something out there. But like fucking assistant O line coach talking about I'm not getting the vaccine. I'm like, I'm like, why would you just do it? That seems like some people crazy. citing religion, some people think, citing other things. Okay, people okay, citing all okay, kind okay. of reasons. But like, there's no, okay. I don't know, man. I'd be saying because like they be pulling out conspiracy theories. And yeah, and people like, also yeah. go out the conspiracies. My favorite one. I thought the five G one was fire. <laughs> But yeah, I think the I think the all the vaccines contain baby fetuses one is my favorite, dog. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's one of the conspiracy theories, dog. They're microchips. Yeah, dog. Uh, so look, so I made the status. So I was like, so you telling me the mm. government is gonna inject you with a microchip? Then you come up with this wild conspiracy theory and post this online from your phone where the government can already track you. Mm-hmm. All right, nigga. Right. <laughs> sure. Not like you don't have a social the chip, security. You already got the chip. It's you already there. You hold the chip. Every Not like day. you don't have a yeah. social security number or a driver's license number. <laughs> or like you didn't have to put your address for your car. And like, nah, government can't track you at all without a microchip. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, nigga. Niggas can tell you you. Hey, Google be scaring the fuck out of me sometimes. They be like, you remember when you went here? No, I don't, nigga. <laughs> like, Man, shit. Yeah. X videos scare the fuck out of me sometimes. But what you saying? Hey, that mean that nigga getting into like the, the high 90s. What the fuck was that? That's you don't want connected. It was not my fault. Is it the? It's the screen. Look at oh, screen. Okay. It's, yeah, yeah, I was saying. I know. That was Gerald Bean James. <laughs> I said, God damn. Oh. All right. But uh, Conor McGregor, that boy, broke his leg in his fight against that Louisiana boy. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? Louisiana on top again. All right. Um, Shout out to uh, Lewis Hamilton. Just yeah. Uh, what else, man? I got some sports for the next go-round, but let's keep it, I'm going to keep it short for right now. Oh, Mike Thomas decided to get... How you? I, I want to know how Saints fans feel about this. My man's waited until June to mm. get a fucking Achilles surgery that'll keep him out for at least four months. So if he comes back... It's probably not till late October, November. 
He gotta get it. He gotta get it. Who's that? In June, he knew about this shit in January. <laughs> he could have been got that hoe. What's up, Coop? You guys have the same thing? I don't know. I should see. You see everything that you to be see. I agree with this man. Nigga, Michael Thomas. How you get a fuck? It's gonna take you four months to recover. Last year. At the end of the season, <laughs> he waits till like a he's week hurt. and a half. What's it like a, a couple weeks before a training camp yeah. to be like, I'm gonna get the surgery that's gonna keep me out until like November, <laughs> When you got a new quarterback and y'all don't know which one is gonna be behind the center, man. That boy Kamara about to earn that seventy five million. <laughs> he about to run every dollar. Nigga, run. He about to be in the slot. He gonna be tight in. Like. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably why Taysom Hill ain't gonna win quarterback because they need the nigga. <laughs> Go Saints, that's all I would say. Go Saints, bitch. Go Saints. I don't agree with that. But uh, <laughs> fly Eagles, fly. Oh, get the no. no. Y'all had y'all time. Y'all should have had it with Donovan McNabb, but it's okay. Y'all had y'all did too. Y'all wasted like four prime years of Drew Brees. Man, I remember when Griffin was a thing, man. Man, Jed about to hurt y'all. Uh, hey, we got three first round picks next year. So, better hurt y'all, bro. I wouldn't. I didn't have expectations this year anyway. No, it's like I'm sorry, he black, but I don't see it. I don't either. I'm gonna be honest. Okay, sports, okay, sports niggas. Oh, my bad, my bad. That was the sports section. These niggas about to ride. Sports, 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 yeah. Yeah. Before we got here, son, I got two quick heroes. I'm just going to shout them out. One's a Louisiana girl who was a super spelling bee winner. What's her name? Uh, She's from Harvey. Azalea Banks. Her name is not Azalea Banks. Her name is Zilla Avant-Garde. That's a fire-ass name. It is. And she's also a crazy basketball. She said, what did she say? She's five in the country. Yeah, she said the smelling. She said the smelling shit was just like a hobby. She said that was the appetizer. The hooping is the hobby. You see what the basketball, she broke the world record of bouncing balls, bro. She juggling as well. She had three good records. She also, uh, like she's I know top five. <laughs> she's also top five in the country. Yeah. In basketball? Yeah. And she's juggling. Yeah. And she's bouncing. Yeah. And she got three Guinness World Records. Like, South South Louisiana. I looked at that video yeah. and like, I was just watching. Like, that's the type of shit where like, when people doing like, the, the coordination and I'm just looking good. at her eyes and you can it's tell good. like, how yeah. many times she done done that, dog. Like, it's, right. it's a timing movement of blah, blah, right. blah, 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 like, you gotta, like, that shit is always amazing. She in it. Yeah, like, seeing people in their craft and, like, you can tell, like, it's shit they've done, but you can tell how, how like, in here it's they like, are oh, with God, it. Bro. Yeah. No, she's super focused. She yeah. got laser beams. She, she's a genius. She's a rarity, actually. That's a genius. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She's a gem. I'm not saying every kid can't give expectations. But there's a few people in that come across in this world who are fucking beyond Touched. phenomenal. Yeah, she's she on got it. Like, yeah. yeah, she got like a couple scholarship offers already. Mm. Like, like oh, Southern threw her one. LSU. Everybody in LSU threw her one. Free ride after she did that spelling beat. Everybody in their mama threw her because they know what it is. Southern gonna make Southern one name a whole, I think a week or a day after. One of the two. And uh, also mm-hmm. shouts out to Shaq who owns like everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga said, "Bro, I own freaking Marilyn Monroe, 
I own fucking Playboy. I, I own Elvis that. Presley. I own Forever 21. I own JC Penny. I own like 50 brands that people don't even know about. Like, I did not know this man owns so much shit. Like, yeah. he can say I own Marilyn Monroe. I'm a black man that owns white people. Haha, <laughs> nigga. You hear me? Jack Johnson, bitch. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> All the rights. If you ever want to use them or their likenesses in any way, you pay Shaq. You pay Shaq. Oh, that's fire. You like Marilyn Monroe pictures? Shaq. Well, like me too, motherfucker. Elvis, you want some of his music? I let Shaq. What nigga? Oh, oh me, Joe. So you want to spend money at JC Penny? Shaq. <laughs> These things that we don't even know Shaq owns. Shaq, Shaq. fucking owns, nigga. Tony Shaq. He's not Tony Playboy though. Shaq. Who knew? He just been sneaking around buying shit. Tampons. Shaq. Shaq. Shaq got some shit, yo. Cream. So I just was like, bro, you can look it up. You can Google all the things. He's at estimated $400 million, you dig? Shouts out to Shaq. $400 million. Shouts that's to LeBron it. again but as well. But that started. I was about to say, that feels oh, like a low ball. That's a starting price for him. Shout out to LeBron as well for being the first uh, He's NBA, NBA billionaire. LeBron might be first NBA billionaire, right? He's the first NBA billionaire. Yes. He's made He's done. LeBron's about to be a, 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 the first actively playing billionaire. Are we still? Yeah. Yeah, actively playing. Because Jordan is a billionaire. Yeah, I gotta get to the bathroom. I'm about to close out, bro. But um, yeah, that was that was a hero highlight, man. And uh, I don't know if I can make through the close. Oh man, go through your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, just the first one on the right, bro. Thank you, dog. Get it in. But um, what I'm about to say, you two, two, you two, son. Let me get a smoke before you go. I'm about to say, what I'm about to say, what I'm about to say. Um, I cut it off. That's cool. Um, next time we got a crazy dose of Noel America that is. I just wanted to talk about some, some New Orleans ass stories that's been going on in the city. Shouts out to the Indians. Um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. But this was episode one twenty. Fly with Bats Podcast. It's that actor got more than Bats Bradford. Hit us up at flywithbats at gmail.com. We want y'all to be part of the conversation, you dig? Hit up reviewingdad at gmail.com. We refer it. We review it. That's how we do it. And yeah, man, for this episode, I'm out here. Posse wine, boy, Alpha Joe, fresh out of the gumbo, still deep in the roux. And if you're out in the streets and you're looking for me, you better vax that thing up. Vax it, vax that thing up. And that's all I got to say with y'all. Y'all know where to holler at me. This is your favorite host, Marty. M-A-R-T-Y, Edwards 504 on Instagram, Twitter, and Snap at the chat. Also, go to lowrainpictures.com. Click on the UR30 tab where I co-host the show there with... What's his name? The Arrogant Observer. Wait, did you say Lil Red Bitches? No, he did not say Oh, Lil Red I was bitches. like, wow. Low Rain. Low Rain Pitches. That's funny. He came out like that. That's I, now about to be uh, Al Grand Observer's nickname. What's his new nickname? <laughs> Lil Red Bitches. Lil Red Bitches. Weber. Weber. He gets all. Junior. 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 <laughs> Don't forget the junior. Please me. say the junior. It's time to find you at J Skills. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Spin Griffey on everything, social, medially. SpinGriffy.com is the website. Every Wednesday night, I am at the Dragon's Den with Playhouse, 10 p.m. until 2 because I am not staying up all night with you niggas. And it's a Wednesday, so take your ass to work. Um, Sundays, catch me. Buku Brunch at uh, Buku Eats 2323 Canal. 10 to 4, like 40 bucks. All you can eat. Uh, bottomless mimosas. I'm rocking. Um, that's a good ass vibe. And shout out 40 to. 40 for 2? Uh, hmm? 40 for 2 or 40, 40 for 1? 
Yeah, I guess I'm taking myself on the trip. <laughs> uh, and shout out uh, the homies DJ Jess and Legatron Prime. We got a monthly event called Where My Girls At, which is all gender um, inclusive. But we wanted to create a safe space for women to come out and enjoy themselves without having to worry about creepy niggas staring at them across the night. Across the floor all night. <laughs> um, hey, man. I love so, like, you. dudes are there, but, like, the one of the biggest rules is that, like, if a dude comes in, we either have to know you or, like, you got to come in there with, like, a chick that's basically, like, who? Your handler. Your oh, handler. Yeah. I don't want to say handler, but, like, she's responsible for you and your behavior. Is this yeah, your man's? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. like, whose man's, man's is this? Yeah. Man's is this. <laughs> so, uh, we know that. Dope. We got two coming up in August. We're going to do a regular one, and we're looking to go pool party. So, um... Uh, look out for the dates for that. And, uh, like, yeah, man, just catch me online um, doing uh, timeline terrorist things. <laughs> terrorist things. I can feel that. I can feel that. So, like, yeah, yo, without any more, uh, I think that's it, man. Till next round. Yeah. But listen on a serious note, don't let your workforce determine your happiness. After the first, you probably still be in debt. So live your life with no regrets. You heard that money doesn't equal success. Nope, success doesn't last if you're stressed. Nope, and you're too blessed to be stressed. So please have a vibe, cool God bless. Chasing green dollars, don't worry about tomorrow, we gon' party tonight So get on down on the dance floor Girl, you're shiny by the hand, let her know that she the one So get on down on the dance floor